0: Free Talk Live and you can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you in studio tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And, Allie and Johnson. And We've got a special guest. Uh, Johnson is with us here tonight. Uh, and we have brought you in for a very specific reason. Uh, not that I you know, wouldn't mind having you on the show. Otherwise, in fact, maybe we sure. would we'll get you on more because we're going to have to talk about where Allie's going after tonight. Uh, and it's kind of exciting. So we'll get to that here in a moment. Um, but we're going to go to the phones first because Anthony is on the line listening in New York. So to start things out, Anthony, what's on your mind tonight?
1: hey what's up i'm uh, not sure this has actually been talked about yet, but I just wanted to say uh r i p Russell means I know you guys have talked about him before uh,
0: yeah, we actually had Russell on the show in the past a few years ago a uh, long liberty activist Native American uh movie star was in the last of the Mohicans and uh, he passed away recently so it's that's sad
1: huh. yeah, I just wanted to say r i p to him you know it was I don't know if it was talked about yet, but you know I think he deserved that you know he was a pretty he seemed pretty cool I never met him but
0: no, he really seemed like a, a really principled, courageous uh, guy. He was one of the guys behind the Lakota tribe seceding yeah, from the United yeah. States. So that's pretty cool. That's a great project. And he was active all the way up until his death. Yeah, that's
1: all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to okay. give a shout out. To hey, them.
0: thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Folks can go and look up Russell Means if they'd like to know more about him and some of the activism that he did during his lifetime.
2: I'm interest, interested to see what will happen to the Lakota tribe now and where they will go. You know, like where where... Where is that whole movement going to go from here now?
0: Well, I'm sure it's bigger than Russell Means. Oh, he I'm was sure. just kind of yeah. the most notable, at least as far as the liberty movement is concerned. Uh, so speaking of the liberty movement, what, that's kind of what we're here to talk about tonight in a roundabout way. And Ali, moments before the show started, you saw the, for lack of a better term, penis tree.
3: Uh, I I had to have it pointed out to me. I I didn't catch it. But okay, so there's a lot of it.
0: controversy right now. Apparently, within uh, a portion of the freedom movement, specifically those who are up here in New Hampshire, or and or are potential movers uh, here. There's a yearly event called the Porcupine Freedom Festival. For those of you who've listened to the show for a while, you know about it. We go there, broadcast live. Uh, it's a camp campground kind of an event where there's lots of live music and, you know, campfires and all the sort of campy things you'd expect uh, in addition to panel discussions and a number of other activities that are going on. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people are there. There's, you know, couples, singles, families, kids, all kinds of uh, people are attending the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's
3: a, yeah, it's a festival. I mean, it's like other festivals except the people happen to share uh, in their principles and
2: it's a freedom oriented festival. So yes. while while families are in tend- in attendance, there is also a lot of adult activity that goes
0: on. It's true, and it seems as though, you know, some of those families that are more concerned about uh, their kids seeing more adult things going on have sort of I guess, gone into their own area I, on the I, campground? I don't think
2: that's really what it is, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, uh, let's go into what happened. Well, I heard
0: somebody I'll... complain one year about, uh, I heard that someone had complained one year about a naked woman who was walking around the campground. Sure, those
2: types of complaints will happen, but yeah. I don't believe that's what's driving this particular
0: complaint. No, this one is about the map, actually, and right. you are a graphic designer by trade, uh, Johnson. You also mm-hmm. uh, you know, do some other things, but you're, you've, you're, you've actually you know gone to college sure. uh, for this. You've, you've done a well, lot. I went
2: work. to I went to an art school and picked up a lot of graphic design along the way.
0: Okay. But yes. You were at an art school um, yep. down in Sarasota, Florida, and you designed a very, you know, graphically spectacular fold-out map that is fairly large, and you know the couple at least several sheets of paper large seventeen
2: by uh, twenty four it's huge yeah, so
0: two feet wide, and it's got a lot of great you know graphic design work, it's a layout of the campsite with all the different sites numbered and everything like that. it's a very useful map, and someone discovered something about this map today,
2: which was placed there intentionally. I made the penis tree, maybe might might become more infamous than the the snow penis, who knows. <laughs>
0: so the penis tree there are a lot of trees it's a campground so on the map there are, you know it's an Im- it's a graphical image uh with a bunch of trees on it and one of the trees is shaped pretty noticeably like a penis if you were looking at it but actually noticing it is another issue because it's i like never noticed the
2: wall though i mean yeah. it's really it, if you notice it you were noticing a tree that had you know it would be almost like there was a tree carved into that shape Right. You know, so it's, it's very difficult to see unless you're looking for
0: it.
3: But you can tell when you see it that it was intentional. It's oh, not yeah, like, well, that kind of looks
0: <laughs> no, like a yeah, penis. No, this wasn't that, an accident. Uh, and so somebody noticed this. Um, apparently people were complaining about it at the event, but you hadn't heard anything well, until just there now. There was
2: another complaint that came before this, which is why this happened. See, I've gotten accused that this is, oh, this is such a vulgar message and, you know, yada, yada. Um, the whole point of this was the the earlier complaint, which was that no one's no one 's looking at the map mm-hmm. there 's not enough people looking at the map we 've got advertisers on the map this map and and no one 's really looking at it, not enough people are using it. So what did I do? I put something in incredibly subtle that no one 's going to see by just looking at the map and it's certainly not i 'm mean, not going to be ruining a family event. But I put something in that would draw attention, and I wanted to see how many people are going to mention this to me at Porkfest. It's all good. You know, it was all in good humor. Most people, I figured, would just laugh at it, and that's really been what the reaction has been. Right. It's
0: just a penis.
2: I mean, and I wanted to see tree. who's going to come and say something to me, you know? And, and exactly what I thought would happen is what happened at first. What's that? I did not hear a thing. Not mm-hmm. one thing. No one mentioned it to me at, at Porkfest, and... I didn't think anybody would. I didn't think anybody would see it. You know, how I didn't think anybody would even notice it.
3: How prominent was it in the back of your mind, like, when you submitted this map? Were you thinking, like, the penis tree? Were you, like, even thinking about it? Wasn't it wasn't even,
2: or like, a big deal. I mean, I, know, I knew it was there, but I'm like, I wonder how many, you know, the only thing in my mind was, I wonder how many people will actually even see it. Mm. You know, like,
3: did you expect it to be the subject of controversy?
2: Uh, yes, I did. Eventually, okay. I did expect it to be a, a, because that was the whole point. The whole point was for it to be controversy. And thank you to the people who are making it into a controversy because you are bringing exactly what I wanted—more eyes to the map.
3: Right. Good job pinpointing your audience right. too, because people liber- are picking your Love to argue over mm-hmm. s- silly things like this. So <laughs> people,
2: people who hate it are looking at the map. People who think it's hilarious are looking at the map, and people. These are people that are now seeing the ads and seeing the rest of the map that never would have looked at it before.
0: Well, it's an interesting strategy, but aren't you just making excuses for misogyny?
2: And See, that doesn't even make any sense. I've heard that argument, too, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense because girls like to draw penises, too. You know? like, <laughs> Ellie,
0: Ellie, have you ever drawn a, a penis?
2: Sure. <laughs> see? and I, I, would, I might even be willing to argue, although this would be misogynistic and sexist, to say that, that girls probably draw more than guys do.
3: I get, I made a yeah. Valentine one year that involved like cutting out like uh it was like a collage and there was a penis in there somewhere.
0: It's it's just humor. and, and okay, so Why didn't you make a vagina tree just to be fair? Cuz I didn't or, or a bush. You know, it was just <laughs> <laughs>
2: you never, I've never, seen
3: tons n- of them on there <laughs> See but the thing is, is
2: I, I don't want to burn it out too fast You know, you never know what might be on next, next year. year You, know,
0: you, you no think idea. you're going to get the uh, the gig next year After all the, the controversy See and this is
2: the other thing People think that I was paid to make this map I wasn't oh. I, The people are buying the advertising space from me so I wasn't paid to make this map. I made this map years ago and I've been modifying it ever since. This is my map. I can sell the advertising myself and I thought about it this year. I had to be
0: convinced. Did not you do to. the print job on it though? Like you no. paid for the printing. No,
2: I didn't pay for the printing. The Porkfest did pay mm-hmm. for the printing, but they, they paid for the advertising space. So, you know, I, I provide the graphics, I provided the design, they bought the advertising space, and you know, for me providing the design design.
0: But one of the claims is that like some kid's gonna see this and that's bad, right? Right, I mean, is it bad for a kid to see a penis tree?
2: Well, here's the thing: if if the kid can even spot it, haven't they already seen a penis before? I think that's <laughs> like, a valid point. how are you going to be able to find a penis tree if you've never seen a penis before? Like it's it doesn't even make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, what would how would you know what it is? Right, yeah.
2: The cartoon- I did it, It's cartoony. It's cartoony. Right. Very very cartoony, and it looks like a tree. You know, it doesn't really look like a penis unless you know exactly what the shape is that you're looking for you
3: know i I always thought as a young girl that the cartoony versions of a penis were like mislead i was like what is going on there i don't even understand what that is so without like anatomical context it it means nothing
0: we need to get, like, I know there's a scan of this somewhere online. There's I'm try more to, information about what's going on. I'm right. going to try to find that and maybe post it to our Facebook and Twitter so our listeners online can actually see what uh, what this looks like. Yeah, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can take control. Penis on a map, shaped as a tree. Was this inappropriate? Did Johnson step out of line? Uh, is it offensive? 855-450-FREE.
4: Got vampires? Zombies ruining the neighborhood? From weapons expert Larry Correa, a new installment in the New York Times best-selling Monster Hunter series, Monster Hunter Legion. Publishers Weekly says this light-hearted testosterone soap sequel to 2009's Monster Hunter International will delight fans of action horror with elaborate weaponry, and hand combat, disgusting monsters, and an endless stream of blood and body parts. Monster Hunter Legion. On sale now wherever books are sold.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Toll-free numbers is 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. You can learn how to be part of the Shrine. If you are a lady listener of the show, you can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to get that information. And or just take a look at it, shrine.freetalklive.com. Dot com. Now, there's an issue at hand that kind of developed today out of nowhere, uh, where there was some group online uh, that called you a creeper, uh, Johnson. It's
2: the Creeperarians group online, which you know the the purpose behind the Creepertarians group is to call out the fact that there are a lot of guys, unfortunately, in the liberty movement, and I've experienced and seen this happening personally. There there are guys that just don't seem to want to take no for an answer in, in terms of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making an approach on women and just ridiculous pickup lines, overly touchy feely, just kind of gross.
3: Is it more common in the liberty movement, you think?
2: I don't know, but it seems to be. I, I will say that personally, not this past Porkfest. I think it was the Porkfest before I personally was asked to babysit not one. Not two, but three different women who had some guys that were basically stalking them. And, I mean, in a way that so was wait, they just, came to like, you.
0: disturbing. They came to you to ask yeah, the first company? Yeah, they came to me, or, so that or must be a testament one to... case,
2: or in one case, another person came to ask me and said, go watch this girl.
0: So that, that must person. be a testament that some people don't think you're a creeper. Yeah, yeah, a lot but of people don't think get, I'm a creeper. <laughs> this was posted, this picture that I just uh, retweeted, or I t- uh, posted to uh, the Facebook and Twitter for Free Talk Live, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really zoomed in scan of really what this map in, like super, looked like.
2: Super duper zoomed in. <laughs> uh, shows you
0: what this penis tree uh, looked like on the map that you drew for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And some people are apparently pretty upset about this. And you're saying this is a personal uh, attack against you?
2: Yeah, it was definitely a personal attack. And it goes back to some old drama that happened on Free Talk Live, but I, I won't get into that. But. Just to say that the person who is bringing this attack against me likes to hold grudges, likes to escalate things, and doesn't want to make any kind of amends. Doesn't want to. Um,
0: now, this person doesn't live in New Hampshire either. I think that's I, worth, I don't believe that's so. Worth no. Pointing out,
2: and, and I think that that she just likes to play the victim. I mean, that's my that's my thought since I, since I met her. It's just a very much like a I'm a victim. I'm a martyr. Look at me. You know, now,
0: there's other people that are upset about this. I mean, it's not just the person oh, sure, who's running no, the creepertarian's her, But page. she's,
2: of course, trying to stir things up. There was, For example, I tried to organize a, an electronic music festival at Porkfest mm-hmm. one year, and it just became such an untenable hassle because her and partially also her husband jumped in to stir up the pot about that and say, oh, this could be, this could happen, this could happen, and just, just to attack it. You know, and that happened in the past too. And well, so, I think
0: it, it's true that some people are going to be offended by this. I mean, there are some, true, some sure. prudish people who. But I think you know, mostly, I don't
2: really unless get someone along with. brings it, like like it said on the map, unless someone brings attention to it, it would have probably gone completely unnoticed. Right?
3: It's oh, not, yeah, it's not in your face at all.
0: No, certainly not. And you would notice if a penis tree was in your face. <laughs> uh, so. That, you know, but again, there's a certain cr- group of people that that uh, is in the liberty movement that uh, let's just call them, well, prudes, right? Uh, and you
2: know, and I got to be honest, I did have that in the back of my head a little bit as yeah.
0: well. Uh, so there's a group of uh, folks that wears a normal by comparison shirt at the uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival. Mm-hmm. You remember seeing this? The NBC.
2: Yeah, and I I, I I saw it, and I, I suggested that we need to come up with a principled by comparison shirt. <laughs>
0: Well, now you don't have to be okay with, uh, you know, public nudity or something like that to be principled. Sure. But but what's the big deal anyway? I mean, I just, I've never really understood it. I don't get why people are so uppity about naked body parts and Mm -hmm. things like that. And in this case, it's just a drawing of a tree. Uh, I I just don't understand it. And so color me unconcerned about how people are responding to this.
3: Penises mean a lot to some people and they don't want to see them used in this way
0: apparently but i think it's also interesting that they're zeroing in on this I, I would i would want to know who it is that noticed this i sure didn't notice it and mo- most people i don't think noticed it so it kind of speaks to like somebody who's on the lookout for penises uh that they just you know that they managed to zero in on this one little part of what is a very large map right i mean and i then really seem to be out, offended by it you
2: know it's in a place on the map that is not visit. you know in other words. There are certain areas of the map that no activities actually take place, right? right. So, so there are areas because it, it's a map, right? So yeah. this is like by the road, campsites and activities. Yeah, it's it, I put it over by the road, sort of the on the edge of the map where no one's generally going to be looking anyway because it's off to the side. That was the whole point, you know. So again, I didn't unless somebody was looking for it, I wanted it to go unnoticed. All right.
0: So are there any other Easter eggs that people have not yet discovered about the, well, uh, the map? Well, one thing
2: that they didn't notice, which is blatant, it's not an Easter egg, it's in the, in the key, and you know, no one's commenting about that, is there's a, a pile of poo.
3: I noticed that. <laughs> I made an icon. The dump was, station.
2: Yeah, it's for the dump station, which is
0: literally where the poo goes. So, yeah, why isn't that offensive? I mean, that's really gross. I don't know. who's gross.
3: Poop is way worse than penises.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean
3: I'm so we're supposed to have like a natural version to poop penises we're supposed to appreciate I think.
0: Well I would you would hope so. I mean you would hope that people would appreciate the human form and what comes with that naturally and as you'd said Johnson you're not going to recognize a penis if you're that young and you have never seen one before it's not going to be it's going to be meaningless to you. It's one of those things that's going to fly right over your head as a as right. a young person.
2: I mean there you know the complaint that oh I might have ruined a family event I took that into account when I put this in the map. You know, I, I took into account the fact that there would be families there and made it so it would be invisible to children.
3: Right. I thought there, about it. Is there like an actual line of trees right there? Like there could be yes, yes, one tree a, that could technically oh. be uh, pruned?
2: Yeah, sure there is yes there is one tree that could technically right,
3: right when you drive into <laughs>
0: <laughs> make a real life version I, of welcome. it
2: <laughs> i don't know how the uh the the owner of the property there would feel about that,
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> hey johnson what's a what's a website you can promote for yourself like can people go and hire you and stuff uh, like that, or are you too busy
2: i'm kind of too
3: busy yeah. right now that's a, the a problem wish,
0: with like yeah. good graphic designers and and good programmers is you can never hire them because they're always too busy high demand yeah anyway thanks for coming on the show tonight i know thanks damo's actually been waiting patiently uh, in the wings here to, uh, to come on the air and i'm sure we'll hear what he thinks uh, damo going to be joining us from copblock.org and we will of course take your calls as well is this offensive and if so why would this knowledge, knowing that uh, the graphic designer of the map for Porcupine Freedom Festival put a small uh, tree in the shape of a penis on the map, would that affect your decision as to whether or not you would go to the Porcupine Freedom Festival?
2: Someone said that they wouldn't, wouldn't attend. As far as I'm concerned,
0: well, good. Yeah. yeah. Really? That's how uppity you are?
3: Hey, you know, you could market this as as a way to sign your name like Johnson. Like that's just how I
0: <laughs> I could.
3: My personal this, logo. I did this work, and that's just how I always <laughs> sign my, my artwork.
0: Thanks for coming in tonight, man. It's Definitely romantic. appreciate it. We're gonna go to uh you and your calls. Let's talk to the pizza guy in Fargo. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there.
5: Hey Ian, uh, how's it going?
0: Hey, are you offended?
5: No, not at all. No? I uh in fact, um when I was an executive for that uh, small 40-man company I ran, I used to run around drawing penises on everyone's uh, paperwork,
0: just for fun. <laughs> Hang on, pizza guy. I know you're calling for a different reason, so stand by. We'll get back to you here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. We'll be joined by a demo from copblock.org. And we still have to talk about Allie and what she's going to be doing here after she leaves Free Talk Live tonight. Temporarily, hopefully. We'll find out more. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. And you can bring up anything plus and... A virginity auction? Allie will tell us about it teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 855 free. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And you can enjoy the features that we have waiting for you. We've got a lot of them, including archives that go all the way back to late 2006. You just click and download, and they are yours. freetalklive.com, right at the top of the page, last seven days' worth of the show. And then click into our SoundCloud page to access years' worth of this program. We are going to be celebrating, by the way, our 10th anniversary coming up here in a couple of weeks, actually probably less than a week or so. How exciting. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. And so you can go back for a year's worth of the show. If you just click into the SoundCloud link, go to freetalklive.com. It's on the left-hand side underneath Listen and Share, or you can just go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com. That'll take you right to where you need to be. And if you love the ideas of liberty, there's only one place you need to be, and that is here in New Hampshire, as part of the Free State Project. Go to freestateproject.org if you understand what freedom is all about, and that is that you should allow others to be free if you yourself would like freedom for you and your family. So go to freestateproject.org, learn more about it, and then also the Liberty Forum dates have been announced. Uh, We will give those to you uh, so you will know what you need to mark off on your calendar. Liberty Forum is February 21st through the 24th, in 2013. It's going to be the same place it always is, the Crown Plaza Hotel in Nashua, New Hampshire. There are some details over at freestateproject.org. But again, mark off your calendar February 21st through the 24th. We'll see you there. Free Talk Live is always broadcasting live From the Liberty Forum, Ademo joining us from coplock.org. Good evening. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Well, it's always good to have you here, and thanks for your patience as we uh, had short notice brought Johnson in to discuss the uh, the penis tree. Which, of course, you're still welcome to talk about. Uh, In fact, you know, you heard most of that conversation. What What are your thoughts on that?
6: I love it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I would echo most of what you're all talking about. Yeah, that uh, there's bigger and better things to, to use our time with. It's a penis tree. It happens. Right, talk about <laughs> right. you know, like
0: talk about unnecessary drama, yeah, right? Uh, let's go back to the pizza guy, though. He's listening in Fargo. Uh, you're back on Free Talk Live. Hello.
5: Hey, uh, so my story is I'm the same as the cat house guy, and I don't know if you remember that story.
0: The cat house uh, guy. Uh, a uh, a recap for our listeners. I I remember, yeah. but uh, I, go ahead.
5: I'll give you this super short version here. I bought a house two years ago, um, and the sellers of the house just straight up committed fraud. Uh, they didn't disclose that there had, at one time, been uh, 67 cats in that house. It's a 1,200-square-foot house. Um, they covered it up. We did a walk-through. There was an inspection. Nobody knew about any of this. Uh, I had, like, no legal recourse. Um, and so and there was no smell in the winter. I'm in Fargo, North Dakota, where the winters are, yep. like, ice cold. So all the cat uh, leavings were frozen behind uh, the walls in the attic on the second floor. And they had painted over uh, the cat urine soaked floors, so I mean everything had to be gutted straight out
7: oh God I don't
5: know if you guys know this. I was also um an executive at, at one of the companies uh, I worked really hard to buy some advertising with you guys one time um you know i um and then I had to quit that job so i you know it's taken everything from me. I had to quit that job to go build the house um and you know i'm I'm down to my last dollar, my last penny i'm Whoa. i I had an excellent credit. Uh, That I cashed in, you know, everyone's always ragging on credit card companies, but uh, I was able to take, like, $10,000 in 0% uh, loans, you know, for two years. I don't have to pay those for another year. Uh, They were extremely helpful, but it's not enough. Uh, Gutting a house down to the studs, and, you know, I I was a computer programmer turned marketing executive. I don't know anything about building a house. Now I do. Um, Everything has been taken from me. Everything I have, I have nothing. Man, I have no that's money. terrible. I have no why home. did you say
6: I'm not, not that it'd be any and, better? But like, why would why was there no legal recourse? I mean, I know f- fraud, you know, is something that you know courts have been because used.
8: Because uh, the, the the
5: sellers of the home were uh, eighty and ninety years old respectively. Uh, one of them was cancer, and the put in the grave, so they would never qualify for a mortgage. And they uh, took all the money from the sale of the home and, and paid off their medical bills. So they had no assets. I can't take their. How can you get living
0: blood living from a stone, right? Right. So that's that's yeah, why you right? couldn't go after. So that. you're stuck with yeah. this nightmare of a home. I mean, would it have? Do you feel like it would have been better off to just sell it instead of trying to uh, to repair it?
5: I couldn't have. I mean, who would who would buy who would it? Buy I would buy it? I, I would. Then I would have been fifty. You know what? I mean, the house is not worth nothing. Uh, yeah, I would have had to pay someone to demolish it just to take it off my hand. Yeah, I'm just wondering what would have
0: out. cost less. I mean, you know, raise the property, sell the land, or fix the take house. Take the hit. Take the hit. Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. There's, there's nothing. Well, and I had people around me who were saying, "Oh no, I'll walk you through it. I'll, I'll take your hand. I'll bring you through this." And then, of course, they ran away after the first couple of months.
0: You, you mean know, contractors?
5: My my, no, my so-called family.
7: <laughs> oh you no, know,
5: it's uh, yeah, it's it's been a destructive situation for my Jeez.
0: life. Jeez, I'm sorry to and hear about so here that. here
5: I stand. I've already gone through one Fargo winter with a, with half of a house. Um, we're about to head into the second one. And I have no money. There's nothing I can do. Um, I'm practically, I'm worse than homeless. Well, okay, I guess living directly on the streets would be worse. But I mean, it's mm. it's it's hell. Uh, this is also my second year of marriage where I'm going into, you know, <laughs> this, this is how we're starting our life together. Jeez. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's been a lot of fun, uh, starting this way and living this way. And I really wanted to come someday to the Free State Project, live in New Hampshire. I'm all about, I mean, I've, you know, I'm, I'm probably more, I'm on the Mark Ian spectrum, probably a little closer to you there, you know, I'm a little bit of a radical crazy guy. I want the to Mark around. Ian People spectrum.
6: Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like
0: that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, so now what, are you stuck? I mean, you're stuck for life there so, in this so here's, hell house?
5: Here's, here's, the, uh, here's the clincher. Here's Here's the turnaround point. There's a government program called Rehab Housing. Where they'll give me a $24,000 no interest uh, loan for 10 years, and um, they'll forgive it uh, 10% after the first three years and then 15 years, you know, so I don't pay any of it. I have to hire their corrupt, you know, double priced contractors with the money, but it would finish it. But then I have to live in that home for 10 years. Whoa.
0: I have yeah, have to make it
5: my permanent residence.
0: That but you I
6: mean, have to I, accept money been- that you know is stolen from somebody else it's not like
5: and i want you to imagine my current living situation and i've been doing this for the last two years to to fuel this you know i switched i went back to pizza delivery um because i i could not run a company and, and learn how to build a house at the same time and i needed those daylight hours to consult with contractors and 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 go to menards things like that so um I wake up at nine o'clock in the morning with my wife, who's a house cleaner. I mean, she makes nine dollars an hour. I, I wake up at nine in the morning. I build the house until five, and then I go and deliver from five to eleven. I work literally from nine o'clock in the morning to eleven o'clock at night every night. Do you have year. kids? I no, no. I Thank wanted goodness. to. I wanted to. I, it was buy a house and have kids. That was the plan. Yeah. This when I say this house took everything from me. It took my career. It took my prospects of a family. It took everything the, the house could so be the, how, the kid it needs
6: is. care wow work
5: that we, must be an we amazing woman year. in your life we, we we went a year showering over a hole in the in the basement with a garden hose
3: yeah that's an amazing I mean,
6: woman <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. Was like, i'm out of here the garden <laughs> hose is <was> broken out
5: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Man. and so but so what do I do? do I do i do i take the money and stick it out in fargo for another 10 years or do I keep pleading for another year just so that I can I can be out of it, you know, morally and easier uh, to get to the answer. What
6: do I I, do I think ultimately character? you got to do what's best for you. I, I would say that just if you would go the route of the the loan aspect, I mean, you might have to keep your address there. It doesn't mean you physically have to live there, you know, like there's people Yeah, are they gonna gonna check on you? Yeah, are they gonna check on you? Like, who's to say? Like, okay, I was gone this day that you checked, or this month that you checked. You know, do they say you have to live there three hundred sixty-five days a year?
5: Mortgage on the house. If I'm not there, the house is empty, and then I can't vote. Well, I'm saying you you could
6: rent the house out. I'm saying rent it to one of those a, a friend or a family member or something who. You know, it could be
0: a lease. So it's a lot, like, are they only just checking the deed? Is it only as long as you are the owner of the home for 10 years? Do they actually say you have to physically be there After and they're going to I check on you? After
7: i so hard for the
5: house, I mean, do I want to entangle myself up into some kind of a crazy under-the-table renting scheme? Because everybody has to claim a residence. If I'm renting it out to somebody, I don't know. It's that, like that so that
6: crazy rent. renting scheme? It's not like, dun, dun, dun. I mean, you could just make an agreement with somebody and rent your place. I, I've never seen like the... The rent or lease agreement police like coming by and be like, let me see your lease agreement right now. You know, so.
0: so this is a tough situation, though. Like, what should the pizza guy do? And I guess that's the question on the table. Let us know what you end up deciding. We'll put the, throw it out there for the audience. Maybe they'll have a suggestion for you. And, and thanks for the Please, call. Thank you. I appreciate the yeah, update tonight. Good luck out there. Yikes. And the house isn't even closed up. They're going to have to live in that in the wintertime. 855 450 free, the SACL CAI toll free line. What should he do? Your thoughts are welcome. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything you want, 855-450-3733. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. we give you the features there, enjoy them, and if you like the show and you like the website, you like the fact that it's free, you can contribute in a various, uh, various different ways. One of them is by shopping with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com and enter Amazon through the links that you will find there. Those Amazon links will take you to Amazon US or Canada or the UK, depending on your preference. And then you can just buy whatever it is you're looking to buy because it's Amazon. They've got a huge selection, dozens of categories. It is, of course, the holiday season, or it will be shortly. And you might be looking to buy some things for some folks that you know, or maybe just pick up a gift card. If you do that through our links at shop.freetalklive.com, Free Talk Live will get a portion Of the purchase price. So you get the stuff you're looking for, you get the same great Amazon deals, the free Super Saver shipping that you're used to, and you help Free Talk Live by going through shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. And there are some things that you just can't get at Amazon. One of those things would be stateless suites. Now, stateless suites allows you to uh, hook up with Delicious, delicious uh, handcrafted yeah. every goodies.
3: Every Stateless Sweets candy I've ever had was been, has been awesome. And the, I'm I'm very picky about my candy.
0: Well, that's quite the endorsement. Uh, and she does a great job. Jillian is the lady behind it. Uh, she's a very liberty-oriented lady, obviously, with a name like Stateless Sweets. Uh, and you can go to statelesssweets.com. To, uh, to see the selection, which includes fudge and toffees and caramels.
3: You don't want to give out status candy on Halloween.
0: I wouldn't give these things out to kids on Halloween. Why? Why? They're way too good. Get the cheap stuff at the <laughs> store. <laughs> like
6: throw them some M&M's all wow. the exactly. time.
0: Wow. <laughs> they won't know what they're missing if you don't give them stateless sweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Kids do not stop
0: by the but FTL But they will be studios. the favorite
3: house in the block.
0: <laughs> That's true, but then you'll have to live up to it every single year. Yeah, uh, These are really high-quality candies, and they're very, very good. So go to com. You can place your order there. She's got a huge variety, uh, more than we can talk to, talk about right now on the air. So go and see it for yourself, and then place an order. And there's uh, shipping built into the cost. It's really good stuff. Highly recommended. And com is where you can go for that. Let's go to Anthony. He's listening in northern Minnesota to WNMT. Hey, Anthony. Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind tonight? Um,
1: I think I got a solution for the pizza guy.
0: (laughs) Okay, pizza guy who, uh, for our listeners just tuning in, just called a moment ago asking for advice. What does he do? He bought a house that's uh, basically a money pit, and it's something that he feels like he's stuck with now. He's already poured a bunch of money into it, and he's still not done with it. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well,
1: there's two things you could probably do. Um, I'd bounce around all over the place. I have to clear a homestead. And how you do that is you basically have to live there for a certain amount of time. I think it's like six months in Minnesota. But you can live anywhere else you want. I mean, that's what the winter birds and all that do is they go down like to Florida when they're sick of the snow.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, or what he could try and do is he said like his family members would help him out, maybe. Maybe sell the house to one of his family members, and they could take advantage of that grant program instead of him. On, that he could be free to clear the
0: house. That's an interesting approach. Like, he doesn't want to be there in Fargo. He said he would like to move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, but now he feels like he's stuck because if he takes this $24,000 grant program from the federal government, that part of that program is that if you take the money, yeah, it's free, but you have to then stay in the house for a decade. That would be an interesting thing to do is, hey, let's market this house to other people and say, look, yeah, you're going to buy this ramshackle thing. I've already put all this money into it, but look, here's this program. You can get a great deal on the house. You can get into this program, you know, and then you're you're free at that point from, from that, if you can yeah. find a willing buyer. I mean,
1: another thing, too, is like with uh, the homesteading and all that, you could go out to New Hampshire and all that stuff and You know, carry on with his career, probably bounce back and forth, which, you know, go out there. I mean, if he gets good in with work, he could probably work like be a home over the Internet or something like that. Um, But then you still come up
0: against, I mean, uh, is it still to advocate for someone else to take the government money? Is that is there something wrong with that? I
6: I don't know if it's wrong. I mean, I wouldn't just as I don't encourage people to vote. I'm not going to encourage the pizza guy to take. The stolen
0: money I encourage
3: know. people to take the government's money
0: I think it's a I think it's a murky area personally because like i like I like it when rich Paul, who's an activist up here, advocates, hey if you can get a government welfare check, why not get it and then use it to turn it around and use it against them use their own money against them they're going to yeah. hand out the money anyway, so why not but then again there seems to be like an icky kind of thing like I don't know sure. if I would want to do like that
6: I understand it from a you know a, a tactic you know it's just not something that's my cup of tea I'd right. rather not so you would not look it.
0: down your nose at somebody who uh, who did I that? I wouldn't
6: judge it. That's what I would tell. I've actually told people it's like I'm not going to judge you for taking the unemployment check or student grant, ABC or whatever. And
0: if he's not taking the check, if he feels like there's a moral issue with taking that check, then suggesting to someone who's going to buy the place that they might want to—that's well, not yeah, as, the not well, as that, objectionable.
6: Yeah, that, that has a moral objection to it. Then your opinion, you know, is, is secondary. But you know, so what would they care? But
0: I think it was a good suggestion, Anthony. Anything else on your mind tonight?
1: Um, well, you can also move out there and then get an apartment and that'd be a tax write-off for him. Okay. Because it'd be for work.
0: I don't know anything about tax write-offs, so I'll take your word for it. But thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. If you've got any suggestions for the pizza dude, he's stuck in a really bad scene uh, with a house that is an absolute nightmare uh that uh, basically was loaded with cat feces when he purchased it and did not realize that that was the case like he, the way he described it on the original Ooh. call was like that there was some kind of a crawl space between floors or something mm-hmm. like that and the cats were all kinds of in there it was 67 cats they in the do house they did a
6: pretty good job of covering that up cuz i did some construction you know for as for a, as a job a couple of years ago and y- you could tell like it, when there's a house with a bunch of animals, I think this lady had like birds, cats, dogs, like a, a ferrets, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. Like winter it was, and it didn't matter. You could smell it, you know. So they had to do some, they had to do a work, you know, a number of it I guess they to cover did.
0: Up, and anyway, so if you have any suggestions for them, 855 free. You can also bring up anything. Tom's on the line in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live, Tom. Uh,
4: yeah. It's about, uh, first of all, the, yeah. Uh, the issue of creepertarians came to my attention while I was waiting on the line here, and the solution to that is to uh, talk about and have a booth at every libertarian event where you also have, like, porcupine singles, and here's the right way to go about trying to get dates is you sign up with, uh, you know, this thing or go through a libertarian kind of match-up service and not go around. You get these people here. Talk about... The Creepertarians in the third person, we do get some people like that uh, when you're actually talking to a uh, possible Creepertarian themselves. But anyway, the issue that I called to bring up about is something that happened on uh, February 14th, 1997, in Manchester, New Hampshire, when a cab driver went out on a call and a smoker got into the car, insisted on smoking in the t- car, and the cab driver I said you can't smoke in the car, get this through your head, which doesn't really it doesn't matter that there's also a city ordinance in Manchester against smoking in taxis. Mm. It's also even if it's only the cab driver's own rule, if he owns the taxi. But anyway, they got in this fight and the cab driver drew a nine millimeter pistol and eight shots later, the smoker was finally extinguished. Oh,
0: my gosh. That's out of control.
4: That that was not justified. Look. if you want to look that one up, by the way. That uh, there's stuff on uh, the internet about that one. Uh, the I mean, if you thought the, the getting the smoke name. smell
0: out of your cab was going to be bad, now you've got blood stains to deal right. with. Yeah, the guy yeah, wasn't now, uh, now thinking
4: the, the, name, the, the deceased person's name is Russell McDonald, with two S's and two L's. If anybody's looking into this one right now, but anyway, what I'm getting at is, then uh, the it, I won't say that the cab driver got arrested. A choice of words is important here. The Manchester police arrested the cab driver as if he was the one that did something wrong. Whoa, wait, what what
0: was what was not wrong about shooting a client in the back of your car for not putting their cigarette out?
4: Because the uh they, first of all, the passenger was attacking him
0: and Oh, he was him. under oh. attack. Well you didn't make oh, that clear. Yeah. You sound, you made it sound like they got on a heated argument.
4: It was a heated argument and a fight about so, so he, so he
0: felt that his life was in jeopardy, is what you're saying. That was this guy trying to choke and, him or something like that.
4: And well, anyway, the cab driver won't. It's his taxi. He doesn't have to let people get into his taxi. That's true, but uh, you
0: don't and, get to. If the guy wasn't attacking him, you would agree that it would be completely inappropriate to blast somebody for smoking a cigarette, right?
4: Thank you for telling me what I'm supposed to think. Anyway, that was a
0: question. Thanks for the call. 450 free. It was a question that was asking you something. 1-855-450-3733. Is
3: this person just really anti-smokers, or is he trying to make a point about the use of self-defense?
6: I, After the break, though, I'd like to bring it up because I, I understand the point of self-defense. I think we'll all agree on that. But what? Yeah. What if somebody did get in his cab and doesn't? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving.
0: Well, I mean, you don't have to. He doesn't have to leave either. Right? Like sure. the cabbie doesn't have to uh, leave from that spot. So it's a We it. can talk about it though here in a moment. 855 450 free. More after the news. Hour two's next. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live.
3: A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed. With brain implants and artificial gravity scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure
9: through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new
3: frontiers and save liberty. Quantum 5. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features
10: Out on an adventure through the solar system
0: This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves or the website. You can go to freetalklive.com, and that's where you can actually submit show prep to freetalklive.com. It then appears on the upcoming stories page. Now, if you're a brand new user and you've never submitted anything before, you do have to have at least one. I'm not sure what the actual number is. I think it's I think it's one or two or something articles uh, or submissions approved. So you that that's kind of a way to stop spam. So uh, so you submit something to the site. If it's your first time, it'll go to our moderators. They'll approve it, presumably, unless you're spamming, uh, and then it'll be approved and put on the upcoming stories page. If you've already had a couple of them approved, you're already kind of in the club. You don't have to go through that process. Then you'll go straight. Your article goes straight to the upcoming stories page when you submit it. And it could be news article, it could be a YouTube video, it could be you know a blog post or something like that. And then at that point, once it's on the upcoming stories page, it must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted to the front page of the site so more people can see it. We're more likely to see it. You can go to freetalklive.com to get interactive. Joining you in studio tonight, it's Ian here. Ademo. And Allie. And uh, so, Ademo, by the way, joining us from copblock.org. Allie is from AllieHavens.com. That's right. Now, Ademo... Right before we went to uh, the news break there, we were talking about this ridiculous uh, call from Tom in New Hampshire who was saying basically, he said it. he made it sound like he was supporting a cab driver who shot a client. Somebody had gotten in the back of a cab and demanded to smoke in the back of the cab. Cab driver told him that's not something that he allows in his cab. Uh, and he blasted him eight times with a nine millimeter, apparently. I presume that killed the man, but uh, we didn't get to that amount of detail in the story because it sounded like Tom was defending the cabbie. Now, he did say the cabbie was being attacked, but it was kind of an afterthought when we, when we managed to extract a little bit more information from Tom. That information did come out. So we don't know in what manner the uh, cabbie was being attacked. Obviously, we weren't there but it seems totally inappropriate. Your question was, what if the guy didn't get out the, get out of the cab?
6: Right, what if he's just going to sit, like, so the smoker gets in, the guy says, driver says, sorry, sir, non-smoking cab. You know, F you, I'm smoking anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know. And he stays there. So sure, he could, if he was already en route, pull over to stop the service. Hopefully the guy would leave and, and want to get out. But what if he's like, I'm just going to sit here? <laughs> and you're like, no, you're not. You're going to get out. And, you know, you know, so at some point, like, this is, it seems to be a, a at common At some point, debate. the person would have to be removed. Right, but um, what if you what if you couldn't physically remove him? What if he was bigger than you? What if he threatened to? I'll hit you with this baseball bat. It just it call just, somebody. It
3: seems like an unlikely situation that if you're the cab driver, you're gonna want to try to use as little force as possible. And if he gets out a gun and says, "Dude, I'm gonna shoot you unless you get out of this car," is the guy gonna, just gonna sit there and be like, "Shoot me then"? Right. I want to
6: smoke. Man. I agree that there should be a number and a, a, a lot of numbers or steps before. F- firing eight bullets into a guy who's not going to get out of your cab well
0: oh either of those uh, steps you know pull over hey dude get out right you know obviously he's not going to pay you at that point but you just want the guy out of the cab you know get the guy out of the cab that's going to work for most people because most people getting in a cab want to go somewhere right they have somewhere to go this but you know presuming this is a, a, a belligerent drunk who really doesn't care where he's going he just wanted to mess with the guy uh in the cab Then, you know, if you can't remove him yourself, that's when you call someone. And now when uh, Allie and I were in New York City with a group of uh, folks a few weeks ago, we went to a a rave in uh, Brooklyn. And afterwards, there was a call. uh, Now, you weren't actually there for this, but there was a call put out to get to bring some cabs out to take us back to the hotel. And the cabbies showed up and they've got their own, you know, two-way radio systems or whatever it wouldn't be hard if there were other cabs in your crew hey, or network. whatever to just you know get on the two way. Hey, we got trouble here at X Y Z intersection, and then whichever cabbies don't have fares that are in the area could come out, and then you would have probably enough people to you know subdue the guy. Or worst case, you would call whatever protection agency. Unfortunately, for right. most people, that's the government police. I don't. I wouldn't yeah, recommend that. But I'm, worst case,
3: I want to ask a demo. What do you think? Like, do you think it would have been more moral to call the cops than to shoot this person?
6: Well, I, I don't know. I mean, in this circumstance, like, was he attacking him or not? I don't like, know. Like, what would you have done? I would like, not call the cops. Wait, like, would but, you be
3: like, well, I don't want to call the cops, so I'm just going to... Obviously, you wouldn't shoot the guy. I
6: just hate jumping to the conclusion of, like, that was unjustified, you know? Because, like, that makes yeah. me sound like I have, like, the the ultimate, like, you know, right. Like, to me, like I would just make my... If I read this in the in the newspaper or heard about it from a friend, that yellow cat, cab driver shoots dude after asking him one time to please leave, and the dude said no, I would stop getting in yellow cabs. I yeah. would just like ostracize that cub to me from getting my.
3: I don't even think that it's justified. Like even if you're like leave, and the guy's like no, I don't think. I still think that it's not justified to shoot the person. No, I think you
0: have to use if, if deadly you, force in response to right. the threat of deadly force. So
3: if he shot him, it wasn't over the cigarette smoking at that point. It's because the guy wouldn't leave the cab. Well, it's uh, allegedly because he was being if, attacked. If Yeah, and so like basically the way I'd see it go down is uh, cab driver says leave the cab. The guy says no. And at that point, the cab driver has the right to forcibly remove the man from his property, which is his, his car. And if the guy yeah uh, like resist from that, then yeah, I mean, at some point, yeah, like you could you I could see it escalate to deadly force, and it could be justified, but uh, but it wouldn't be about the cigarette smoking at that point,
6: right, I think it, like ninety nine point nine percent of this scenario would work out like the pullover stop, they might sit yep. there for five five ten minutes at the most, and some awkward conversation of like, no, you get out, no, you get out, and then someone's gonna give and leave because or like simple force like hey man open the door ground by the shoulder out yep. you go would be mm-hmm. enough well you know,
0: that, and that's it's justified enough. it's completely right. justified if, if you've told this client hey you know, i don't want you as a client anymore you need to get out you open the door for him he doesn't get out at, at that point you're completely justified in removing him you're not justified in breaking any of his bones or shooting him, you know, in, you know, in anger or whatever, but just to remove the person from the premises is usually how you restore the peace. In my opinion, you know, if sure, you've got you got people mean- fighting in a bar, you remove one or two of the uh the participants.
6: Use uh, what police are supposed to do, use as much force necessary to end this the confrontation, right. you know, so I wasn't saying that I would support him if he shot him. I just I don't really like who's to say what level of defense one can put on their own property and if someone made a bad choice which i think would be to use deadly force very quickly just stop using the service. He's not going to make many more customers or friends in the cab business. <laughs> get a blood stain cab. people yeah. who are like upset, you know, especially when <laughs> cabbies make a lot of you money. You open the off door
0: to the cab there's bloodstains in there. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> gotta I'll move go. along.
3: I think that this is important to talk about because i've noticed that People will get mixed up on this issue and they think that as soon as your rights are violated, all of a sudden uh,
0: you can pull out the gap. Yeah,
3: you can start shooting away. And obviously that's not the message that I want to promote. No, I
0: think a better version of this is, uh, you know, the curmudgeonly neighbor with the little girl trampling his flower bed out front or something like that the ridiculous proprietarian, or whatever you want to call it property rights perspective is that well as soon as someone trespasses i can just open fire right and but no, not- no 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 no, no. Right. i understand she's destroying your flowers <laughs> and that you're really attached to them but uh, <laughs> that doesn't justify you blasting the you know little girl in your flower bed
6: mm. well i mean it might to some he, the, no. the moment, he i don't he, think it's he objective. might say he, he i'm just saying i wouldn't want to argue with the guy you know, I'm going to avoid his property. I'm not going to let him in my business. I'm going to tell all my friends that I see talking and associating with him that like, hey, you, know, you don't ever want to trample that guy's flowers cuz he'll kill you. Well,
3: what if it's your daughter?
6: Well, then we would have an issue because
3: <laughs> Do you have a do you have a claim against him?
6: Well, I, yeah, I think there's a claim if somebody would have undue justice into a, against a family member, loved one of, of right. mine. I would have. Some I sort think of claim. that
0: anybody who blasts a little girl for dancing in their flower bed and crushing their plants uh, would have a real tough time in arbitration or in any sort of court uh, right. situation or any
6: society. I hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm just society, saying that yeah. some people. Might think that's justifiable. Some you know.
0: psychopaths would agree that that would be justifiable. What is justifiable is, is subjective, you know.
6: And, and this is true. Yeah. So
0: you know. Yeah,
3: but like it we're matters what about people think. Arbitration right. and you know people who are known to be fair and who would be arbiters would be much better, you know, judging these things than probably any of us. I agree with that
6: with the state present though, like people can overreact, you know, in such scenarios as we're talking and get away with it.
3: But
0: This is true, and they have complete uh, immunity from uh, consequences for their actions. 855-450-FREE, that's the toll-free number here. It's brought to you by SACL CAI. Coming up, uh, virginity auction is going on, Allie. Mm -hmm. uh, We'll talk about it here. You've got the details. Selling it for sure. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Not virginity.
3: Just to clear that (laughs) up, yeah.
0: In case anyone was wondering, this is Free Talk Live.
9: Hello, my friends. It's an election year, and everybody wants you to vote for someone. I'm your verbal surgeon here to remind you to always vote for yourself first because you are an amazing individual of incredible talent and great skill. We need you to make this country a better place. Vote for yourself and vote for verbalsurgery.com to help you do that, baby.
0: This is Free Talk Live, you can bring up anything you want. Toll free, 855-450-FREE. SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. You can get signed up for news updates. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Follow us via email if you would prefer that. Or maybe you like Twitter or Facebook and you'd like to follow us there. You can get to all of those through news.freetalklive.com. And if you follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you're going to get more than just the news about the show. You're going to get updates during the program. We'll link some show prep items over to you, ask some questions. So I'd ask the question about the pizza dude earlier, uh, the Fargo pizza dude, who is living a nightmare when it comes to his housing situation. And I asked, what should the Fargo pizza dude do about his housing nightmare? Sam Ludlam says on Facebook, light a match. And Todd Hebert says, I would have walked away a long time ago, but that's, you know, hindsight's always 20-20, right? So it's easy for somebody on the outside to say, oh, well, I would have done this. Well, you're not in that situation and the pizza dude is in the situation and he can't walk away a long time ago. He can only do something now. So, you know, what's the best option at hand for him? You're welcome to comment on that or bring up anything that you would like. 855 450 free. A demo and Allie with us uh, or with me here tonight, and we're going to talk later about Allie and why she wasn't here last week uh, or the week before. Got some that some explaining to do, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, leaving us us boys to ourselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, Not you're cool. a cool guy, demo, and everything. I know you're but, awesome too, Ian. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to have it's nice to have an Allie in the studio. Yeah. Uh, it's so good to be here. We'll find out more about that. But there was a story you wanted to share with us uh, tonight.
3: That's right, the story's about virginity, and I don't know if you guys know this, but some people are really into virginity.
6: I think when you said that, probably like half the listener's ears perked up, like, <laughs> oh, think virginity, so? we're going to talk about virginity, all right, this should be good. I don't know,
0: what's so great about virginity?
3: I don't know, some people are just really into that stuff. Mm. They just like the idea of to something- To be the
0: first, well, yeah. I- no, I get it. Like, like, I get being that. Being the
3: first, or like something being pure and then like corrupting it, I don't mm. really know It could about. be either
0: one of those, you're absolutely right, or maybe a combination of both. Um, but what's happening?
3: Well, a Brazilian student has decided to capitalize on this market demand. Uh, <laughs> this is from Business Insider. Uh, the Brazilian student has sold her virginity in an online auction for $780,000 as part Whoa. of a documentary. Wow,
6: 780000
3: Yep. That th- is insane. <laughs> Does that seem like an exorbitant amount for you guys? Uh, I, you- I, I think soon?
6: that's like... I, that's crazy. I can't imagine anyone like like three hundred dollars, right? Three hundred dollars would be like high high end for me. Well, like, that's
0: just it. Like how, this is a female we're talking <laughs> about, and <laughs> She's I, wonder, hot. I wonder. I wonder what's that? She's hot. She is okay. So I haven't seen the picture, but uh, I She's wonder Brazilian. what the amount would be for a male. Uh, well, obviously, I, well, probably,
6: I was. I meant my three hundred dollar mark was like how much I'd pay for oh, for a virgin. Virginity. Like uh, just uh, you know <laughs> that's how, more to do with my financial status. But. So
3: this is part of a documentary. Uh, called "Virgins Wanted" by an Australian filmmaker and a a male was actually included in the documentary. Oh, guess how much he got?
0: Mm, uh, well, don't I mean? Do, do we know 6, more about him? Six thousand seven hundred. Like how old is he? Are these both teenagers? years old. And how old was the female?
3: Uh, uh, shoot. That's
6: all right. She was a college student. So college She's twenty. She's
0: okay, 20. twenty. Okay, so twenty years old, twenty-one 20. year old male. Uh, let's of, say seventy thousand. The boy. We go with a tenth of the amount.
3: Three thousand. Oh wow! Damn. Wow!
0: <laughs> I gave him double. I was
6: like six thousand seven hundred.
0: Wow. He, he
3: wasn't as hot, but
0: <laughs> I don't know. wow! Is, yeah. So okay. So Brazilian women are certainly known for their beauty in a lot of uh, cases. But
6: so I've seen her. I don't know. <laughs> like I've seen hotter Brazilian women than this yeah. than this woman. Sure. I mean, seven hot. You, you know. You know how? I mean, we all know how much money that is, but. $780,000? Can you imagine being, like...
3: How many homes in the United States you could buy with that?
6: Or anything. <laughs> like, you could buy, like, all of Detroit with that. But, <laughs> uh, like, seriously.
3: That's pretty awesome. Why like, would you want to, though? How well
6: off does that guy have to be t- in order to have this endeavor? And, like, if that's the case, like, what is this about? Just, like, the fact that he could? is. What's that movie where, like, the dude, Robert Redford, gives a million dollars to sleep with Demi Moore for, like, Indecent one night?
0: Proposal, mm. I think. Or
6: something like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... She wasn't even a virgin, you know, and that's a movie. <laughs> right. So this is like the real life like version.
3: <laughs> yep. So uh so Katerina Migliarini uh was the subject of fifteen bids with a Japanese man named only as Natsu winning on Wednesday night, Australian media reported. They said Miss Migliarini would be delivered to her buyer on board a plane to Australia, and that she would be interviewed before and after losing her virginity at wow. a secret location.
0: So this is all for the intense. documentary. Yeah, this is for the this documentary. is fascinating.
3: Yep. Uh, this is
0: going to be an interesting documentary.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to, to watch it. Mm-hmm. Filmmaker Jason Sicily, who report who reportedly began his project in 2009 and caused outrage when he put posters up in Sydney and Melbourne saying "virgins wanted." He said Miss Migliorini was ecstatic and had not expected such a high level of interest. <laughs>
0: if you go to sorry, if wow. you go to virginswanted.com.au, virginswanted.com.au, you get the two of the <laughs> you get the girl and the the, uh, the 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 lady and the the male here. Uh, and it's got the, the, like, they split the screen between the two of them. Sold! Sold! And you get their <laughs> pictures, and then the amounts they were sold for. 780 grand <laughs> compared to three.
6: And, and now look at her. Do you think, I mean, she's attractive. Yeah, I'll she's not
3: an
0: that. unattractive uh, lady. But $780,000?
3: She's untainted. Yeah. She's uncharted waters.
6: Yeah, but do we all remember, I don't, I mean, my first uh, sexual experience wasn't like, you know, you weren't
0: on par there. Like, no, I mean, no. I mean, that's... yeah. I mean that's one of the reasons why it's not such a great idea, right? Right, like, that's what uh, I was saying. People who are virgins don't know what they're doing. Number one, uh, although somebody else could argue that you know, like a cougar, for instance, uh, might want to be the first so they can teach them the you know the ropes, so to speak. So that could be an uh, that could be an attractive. But it's still factor. not to
6: like the fourth, fifth, or sixth, whatever number of time where that like investment pays off, right? Like I'm the cougar who goes in for like the. What do you mean by that? Where the like because they they want to break the young stallion or whatever the cougar, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like by the time they're broken or like in like they've taught them all the tricks, it's the third or fourth time they've probably. I think what you mean. And of
0: course, then they move on, right? The right, and then on. they move
6: on. So I'm saying like the the this is the one time virgin, like the, the number one seed isn't like where you really want to be. And would you pay seven hundred eighty thousand dollars <laughs> mm-hmm. for like? inexperienced
3: it's, it's, you know. it's Plus a it's, fetish for some people oh
0: obviously it really? is uh, no, no doubt about it but is, is wouldn't it also be a mess too i mean at least when it comes to a lady probably uh you know you've got the hymen which uh, that when that breaks is there not blood
3: yeah uh yeah. that's what i understand right unless something happens in like a horse riding accident which is bullshit it's just it doesn't <laughs> even
0: right it's bull something or other yes yes
3: so uh that true so i was joking about how this is a way better argument. Uh, for saving yourself than for some sky daddy or something like Jesus or something like that. Right?
6: Yeah. I uh, or the homecoming dance. So you're saying
0: that uh, if you save yourself, then you could auction it. You could profit off this big time. Well, now how does now what I want to know more about is how did she pull this off? I mean, did they do the auction in a country in which prostitution is legal?
3: She says that she's not a prostitute.
0: Oh, really? She says, okay. this is a quote.
3: If you do it once in your life, then oh. you're not a prostitute. Just oh, so like- you have to do it more than <laughs> once to be
0: a prostitute. <laughs> just
3: like if you take one amazing photograph, it does not automatically make you a photographer. So I wonder
0: what the seconds would go for. Like if, uh, you know, <laughs> no, it
6: would make you a photographer, just not like a professional. Photographer, like she might not right. have a profession as a prostitute, but you definitely an amateur yourself prostitute, yeah, lady. Well, I Keep guess that.
0: she's how she's an amateur. she's Certainly not an amateur, right? She's a professional. She's getting paid. I mean, yep. You can only be a prostitute if you get paid, right? Sure. So, I, I guess that is yeah. Then the, the, and it's not going to be filmed, I don't imagine, because nope. then she could claim she's not a prostitute and she's a porn star instead. But
3: it's not filmed.
0: Yeah, eight five five four fifty free. That's the sacl Cai toll free line. I don't know what to. I don't know what, what to called. ask you about this. If you've got <laughs> comments, you're welcome to comment. Toll-free number for you here is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And speaking of SACL CAI, if you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you can get in touch with them. They do collections, early out outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect because they know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you also would like to keep your clients down the line as well. So visit SACL CAI through their banner at freetalklive.com. Look on the right-hand side of our page at freetalklive.com. You'll find the SACL banner right there at the top. Once again, that's SACL CAI. With you tonight in studio, it's Ian. Ademo. And Allie. Uh, Let's continue here. We're talking about Virgins Wanted. And Allie, this is apparently a documentary that is actually in the middle of being produced. They just recently finished auctioning off the virginity. Of two twenty and twenty-one year olds, there's a 20, 20 year twenty-year-old female, twenty-one-year-old male. Mm-hmm. The female auction went for seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars. She's a Brazilian young lady. That's right. And the Just male, insane. I don't know if he's from Brazil, is he? Do we know that much?
3: Uh, I don't think so. The
0: male, maybe he is. Name like Nene. Uh, he got three thousand dollars. Now they're going to fly in the folks to the winner and the, or the well, winners. Well,
3: the, the yeah, they're the winners and both all the parties are going to go to Australia. So I was looking at prostitution laws in Australia, since you're asking about that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Wikipedia says that it's sort of, uh, it's governed by state and territory laws, which vary considerably. Um, and they do have like a federal act, which basically just has, it says that brothels are legal, but they have to like register with a state and everything to do it. So it's, so it sounds in legalish
0: places. in some places in Australia. Yeah. Fascinating. Or, or they could
6: doable. find some loophole, like maybe the money was exchanged in Germany and then the act took place in Australia, mm-hmm. so there is no actual prostitution of some sort. You know, Good like point. No money exchanging hands in the same
0: place as the act. So where's this coming from, by the way, this article that, uh, that you're sharing?
3: This is from Business Insider, but I, fo- I found a little tidbit from ABC News uh, about what she plans to do with the money. Uh,
0: the seven hundred eighty grand.
3: Yes, Migliorini Miglio has said that she will donate the ninety percent of the money that she makes to charities that are building homes for the poor in her native state of Santa Catarina, Brazil. Mm, okay. But Sisley, who's the filmmaker, uh, told the Huffington Post that he was skeptical about Migliorini's claim. He says, I was surprised she said that because in all my dealings with her, she made it clear that it was a business decision for her. Mm. Uh, now, given how big the story is in Brazil, she's trapped. If she doesn't give any money to charity, she's going to look bad. So maybe she originally did it.
0: Take the 780 and move to an island. For, yeah, yeah. For, for
3: her own her own uh, you know share of wealth. But then when it became controversial, she's like, well, if I give it to charity, maybe people will... You know, it kind of adds like an extra... I think I'm
6: better a, well, person. It,
3: it adds like an extra... Like people who are going to disagree with her about this. It's like, well, if she gives the money to charity, <laughs> though, then are you... Like, that's that's a lot of money that these charities wouldn't have otherwise. So do not support charity.
6: I wonder when this came into her mind on how long she was banging on Because like she said, or like you said, this is a business decision. Like, why would she <laughs> at this point all of a sudden be like, oh, yeah, I did this for charity. Because why wouldn't it, instead of being virgins wanted, be like, hey raise as much money as possible for these poor children or i'm going to sell myself for sex <laughs> you know to, to do the money myself so you know like what's the point of having the the act carried out if she was just really trying to help raise you know you could you could achieve this goal without the you could. Uh, the sex but appeal yeah makes but
3: not it go faster. nearly as easily <laughs> how long uh, I did I this know.
0: auction take it probably wasn't very long that's a good question it they said there are only 15 bids that. right
3: yeah it only says 15 bids and that could be three different bidders
0: Right. So 15 bids yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you're dealing with 15 different people. I That's mean, there true. might only be a handful of, um, obviously, there's no more than a few handfuls, but uh, more than a handful of guys involved here. And of course, it's probably all guys that bid on the uh, the mail as well. Uh, it's not mentioned how many bids he got, right? She got 15.
3: Uh, no, it doesn't him. say. He's just sort of like a. He's like the afterthought, afterthought here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh, wish yeah. They had there's had
0: a guy, too. <laughs> a
6: picture of the winners as well because it'd be
0: interesting oh, to that kind would be funny. see what so, they
6: got stuck with.
3: Yeah. You know, do like, you think that it's dudes buying? buying the off guy the of guy? course
0: yes and the reason i think that is Wait, because i don't know uh is because well if you look at for instance uh like play playgirl uh, sure. the magazine the subscribers are almost all male to your magazine you're really? wrong
3: about this he's selling off his virginity to a brazilian woman wow. a brazilian woman a hot girl
0: that's, is she hot how do you know i don't yeah, know she's just, brazilian of course that she's doesn't hot. mean anything yeah right oh come on there have to be ugly people in order for there Brazilians to be a, more attractive hottest, people.
3: That's like where all the hot people are. That's
0: I
6: don't know if that's hundred percent true. And if it is, like the most like <laughs> I'm I think sure they've there's they've very done pretty studies. people there. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> it's kind <of> like per <laughs> capita. They still
6: have a couple of uglies down
0: there. So what else is this article from Business Insider telling you?
3: Basically that's it. Uh I just thought it was a, a funny so thing. So the next to- step
0: is that uh, they go down to Australia. They meet up with their uh, lovers, winners, the winners, and get their freak on. And then they have sex, presumably, uh, and then after that, interviews will be conducted. Before and after, interviews will be conducted with the virgins.
3: Right. And I'm very curious. to. I want to watch this documentary. How much would you guys pay to see this documentary? I mean...
0: I don't know. I don't know.
6: I'd get it from Pirate's Bay. I'd probably watch
0: it (laughs) and then decide if I wanted to pay to see it again. (laughs) Neat. Thanks for sharing that. And of I'm course. wondering how you feel about this 855 450 free. Is this you know? Is this prostitution? Is something uh, wrong being yeah, done it's here? Prostitution. It's clear. It seems pretty clearly to me to be a mean,
6: prostitution. In this studio, it's hands down <laughs> prostitution. And
0: I don't care. I mean, it's your body. You can do whatever you want with it. And man, if you can get seven hundred eighty thousand dollars in one night, I'm still
6: amazed by this discrepancy. Like they should have like chopped this pool up because he's just getting stiffed here. The, the guy 3,
0: 000, you know? <laughs> it's not even worth a plane ticket right, at that point to right. uh, to australia you barely you're barely covering the cost of a vacation with, th- with three grand
3: well at that point isn't oh with oh, three grand yeah. yeah but but uh the i i sorry i thought we were talking about the japanese man that that bought it that he got a bad deal because
6: the sumo wrestler the, i hope the that,
3: suggestion <laughs> i think that you know people are willing to spend lots of money on things just to say that they could
6: yeah, but like at least a car, you can like you spend seven hundred eighty thousand dollars on You've like got a Lamborghini, something afterwards. you can drive it for a yeah. while.
0: Like this is a moment. This you're is spending a seven, moment. right. You're spending seven hundred eighty thousand dollars for a moment, and
3: to be people- part of a documentary.
6: Well, sure. I don't, yeah, maybe I don't know if they have
0: some Hey, story. I made a documentary for two grand here in Keene. It's called Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can see it at com. And if
6: I paid $780,000 for a moment, I might have them blur my face because you wouldn't... Like, you'd probably get a lot of other... Pro- like, oh, hey, uh, I'm a virgin, too. <laughs> you know, like...
3: Well, right. Me up. And well, what they, is... Th- they test? they tested her for her virginity. And oh, life. I know uh, that. I'm still saying that oh.
6: people would think that, you know, like, you oh, you have t- money. Like, oh, right. Well,
3: right. that's
0: another thing. You can't test the dude. Right, like the uh, how do you test so, that?
3: So, uh, which maybe is have, a factor
0: why he didn't get as much money, like because you can't yeah. really be sure. Well, I don't sure. have
3: this that that script in front of me, but as as for that, they basically like asked his parents. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh, like, no, seriously, does he have any girls come over here?
3: Yeah. No, like they just word of yeah. mouth basically, and then also a series of questions, and based on how he answered them, they're supposed to tell if he was you know actually like a legit virgin.
0: 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Okay, I got the information on Alexander here. Uh, The bids, now this is interesting. They actually name, on the website here, virginswanted.com.au, they actually name all the bidders. So you get to find out uh, who was bidding on these folks and the amount that they bid. The opening bid was $1,000 by Titico da Bahia in Brazil. Most all of the bidders were from Brazil and Oh, excuse me. I was wrong. Nene B is not the name of the, uh, the person who is the virgin. That's the winner. That's the winner's name is Nene B with the $3,000 bid uh, outbidding Cassandra Darlinghurst from Australia. Everyone else was from Brazil, and the name of the virgin is actually Alexander.
6: So the bidding, it started hmm. in September and ended, some, it, looked like it went about a month or something?
0: Uh, no, it looks like it, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it went, went for about a month. That was so, another
6: question we had. So in a month, they had a, a few bids. So he had her.
0: eight. He had eight bids total. She had fifteen. And there's a picture of her on the beach. Definitely, uh, you know, I could see that she would attract quite a uh, yeah. They're like Look at crew. his and
6: her pictures. Like his, his picture there is like like no body shot, no yeah. nothing. She's like sexy on the beach. The other one side-by-sides was like a square headshot from like a high school picture, and hers think was like all sexy.
3: this says something about uh, how people value this? Obviously, it's a bigger deal for a girl to be a virgin than for I'm a mad. guy. I'm mad.
6: We need some equal opportunity. It is no. a, prostitution is a woman's business. This what I am not seeing
0: here is multiple bids from the same person. So uh, it looks like people were only allowed to bid their highest bid, and that was it. Uh, 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Take control. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything that you want. Toll free, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. one 450 3733 And of course, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features. Listening options are included. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn about how to tune into the show. We've got over 110 great radio stations around the country that air us uh, at various different times throughout the week. By the way, I want to welcome our newest weekday affiliate, WTTB. And actually, this is uh, a station that is run by the old general manager uh, of Clear Channel, where I used to work, in Sarasota, Florida. He made the move over across uh, the state to the east coast of Florida and now is uh, is over there at WTTB. They took our show for weekends not too long ago. Uh, it's uh, News Radio 1490 WTTB, and they uh, once they lost Michael Savage after Savage quit uh, his radio program a few weeks back. They decided to expand Free Talk Live out from weekna- or from weekends to weeknights. So we are on seven nights per week. They're in the, uh, I think it's Vero Beach, yeah, Vero Beach, uh, Florida. They're getting us now live on weeknights, and we're delayed broadcast by a couple hours, I think, on the Saturday and Sunday. But you can check out our affiliates list over at uh, affiliates.freetalklive.com if you'd like to learn more about the various different radio stations that air the show. But welcome aboard to everybody listening there in Vero Beach. It's, it's good to have you. You probably have already noticed that Free Talk Live is not your typical uh, cookie-cutter conservative or progressive talk show, this is something that's a little bit different. You really can call in and bring up anything that you want. So uh, if you want to learn other ways to listen to the show, go to listen.freetalklive.com. We've got live streams. We've got satellite options like XM Satellite Radio. We've got the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Jay Noon is on the line uh, listening in New York. Jay Noon, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey, Jay. Uh-
8: Sorry guys, I'm just loading hay.
0: Oh, you're loading hay? Gotcha. What's oh, on your sorry, mind tonight?
8: I'll make this quick. Go ahead. Yeah, straighten it out. Um anyways, we made the front paper. Uh, the, the front page of the nice. local paper, uh, Eden and I. Oh really? And, um yeah, somebody brought it to me at the farm this morning while I was uh doing some firewood. And uh they uh uh so we're at the we're on the bottom bottom part of the front page.
0: What's the but, uh, um, what is the newspaper called?
8: Fun, um uh, no Springfield Republican, okay, day, big Western Mass paper, and there was a pretty good comment in there. If you guys find it online, I'm sure you'll find it from uh, a guy, Whiteman or Whitemore's is his name, from the Western Mass HGLU, um, and he had said something to the fact I don't have it in front of me that is disturbing about not allowing the public into the into the public auction you bet and and uh he, he he had uh also said something to the fact that the town it's not good when uh our governments um uh act in the shadows Some, something among that you guys will find it correct me but uh, you'll want to check that out and uh
0: yeah, thanks for the heads up. I think we may have seen that uh, that link last night. I think she published it at around 10 o'clock at night, so it would make sense that it hit the actual papers uh, this morning. The, the reporter was there on the scene. You're, what you're talking about is what happened yesterday. We talked in detail about it, uh, where I was arrested for recording video in a public town lobby, uh, attempting to get into what was supposed to be what was advertised as a public uh, tax sale. And, uh, Jay Noon, uh, have fun with the hay loading. Appreciate the call and the heads up tonight. Thanks for making it. Uh, it's appreciate a little
6: it. weird how some of these public buildings' functions aren't so public, right? Well,
0: right. I mean, <laughs> you've got a public building. It's a town hall. Pretty clear the public's allowed in there. In fact, I've been in the same building a year ago with Pete Ayer, your partner over at CopLock.org. We had our video cameras with us and had no issues whatsoever. Had no issues recording in the same exact places, the same exact people. But uh, this time around, it's a problem, and we were arrested, or I was arrested, not we, but I was arrested in this case. And while I was, you know, going and being processed by the police, they were also keeping the rest of the people that had shown up to support Jay Noon, because his, his house was up for tax sale uh, for a non-payment of property tax, the people that had shown up to support him and the reporter from the newspaper were being kept out of what was advertised as a public tax sale. Wow, The tax sale, the municipal auction group, uh, the ZCOS group as they are called, if you go to freekeen.com, what I was telling you last night I'd put the video online, I did, it was late last night, I got the video up, so you can see that now over at freekeen.com, just scroll down a little bit until you get to video, Ian arrested in Palmer, Massachusetts for recording in Town Hall. The I actually linked to the ZCOS group website, the auctioneering group, and uh, I also downloaded their PDF file, which is the advertisement for this town auction and it says in that file quote this will be a very open very open very open public and professional process but yet no one was allowed in who did not have a five thousand dollar cashiers check
3: that doesn't sound very open
0: nor public nor friendly no, certainly not, not. Friendly at all. We and I was, a, you know, arrested for my trouble of attempting to record video in this place. Now, Adamo, uh, you, you know, kind of teased me when you sat down tonight before the show. Like you told me never to get arrested in Massachusetts.
6: Yeah, or well, yeah, not to get arrested in Massachusetts. That was
0: just for you, Adamo. You've been arrested me. enough down in Massachusetts. <laughs> well. I they, guess they like <laughs> you down there huh This They're was all... my first this was my first Massachusetts arrest I didn't want to get arrested but I also didn't want to have to follow some stupid sign they put up in the window saying you can't and record that's, video That's what
6: I was saying the reason why I said this is cuz of the Greenfield Massachusetts incident that myself and Pete went through for the wiretapping and so for a year, Ian was, you know, awesome enough to come and support us all the time. So every time we're on our way down there, was like, you got to stop getting arrested in Massachusetts, We're <laughs> no more getting arrested in Massachusetts. So I had to rub it in a little when I yeah. heard he got pinched in mass because it's not the liberty capital of the world.
0: No. And and I almost, I almost, uh, took a plea. Well, almost, like, almost. Like right away they could have let you, they would have let you out right away.
6: I, I didn't hear it. I was, uh.
0: Well, uh, just to recap briefly, uh, they had my camera, they had my cell phone, and I knew that if I took the plea, I could get my video footage. That day, you know, I could get it back then because because then they wouldn't have to hold that as evidence because the case would be over. Um, and if I was if they would have cut me a deal of like a suspended fine or something like that to where oh if you don't get in trouble in Massachusetts in the next year then Great. you know that's that that's fine I don't want to come back here it was basically my motivation was I don't want to come back here I'd rather not go back to court in Massachusetts I'd rather not go back period uh, but they offered a fifty dollar fine. Which I almost thought about taking just because it'd be worth it just for the publicity alone. But on principle, I just couldn't do that. I offered them a counter offer. I said, look, I'll, t- I'll give you 50 bucks to a local charity. And the judge refused that. So I said, well, I'll withdraw my, uh, my plea then at this point. nice. And so we'll schedule a trial, we'll go to trial. And then they gave you the footage and stuff back anyways, yes, so to the uh, the credit of the, sh- the police department there, yeah, obviously they did the wrong thing by arresting a cameraman in the first place, but they certainly didn't have to expedite the uh, the footage in the way that they did, like they they copied the footage there in the department yeah. rather than having to send it off or or whatever. Uh, and they took the audio from the phone. I I just emailed the audio from the phone to the the police chief. So I got my that phone satisfied them. I got my phone. I got my camera. I got the SD cards. So I actually walked away with uh, with everything, which made it so I could easily put the video up online. Because it would have sucked to have had them hold on to the video for you know however many months right. it took to actually go to trial and then be able to post right. the video. Right. Footage. That's what
6: I was going to say because that's what I learned in the mass case when they were holding our property as well because they said they wanted to keep the cameras. Uh, for folks listening out there, if you ever have any of your property stolen, you know you can that has video or, and or audio on it. Um, you can ask the state to uh, you know declare what do they want. In our case, they wanted the cameras. They wanted to show those to a jury. Great. Mm. Then I want the footage because they're separate. You know, there's the footage is mm-hmm. is, is property in itself, and so is the camera. So no matter what, they, if they say they want the footage, then great, copy it and give me my camera. Yep. So it's a win-win for you if it's, a, and it's well, an it's easy... it's never a
0: win, but uh, well, you're already having your time wasted. I,
6: I, you're right. It's not a win, and they can also at any point do whatever they want, but it's commonly right. accepted from the court's a motion to return property because they don't want the opposite of whatever they state, you know?
0: So these cops could have been a lot worse, but...
3: Are you suing them?
0: Am I suing them? I don't know how to sue anyone, so I don't, you know, I don't know how to do that stuff. I know that uh, our our friend Daryl, who's one of the local activists up here, he's one of the bloggers at FreeKeene.com, he sued the city of Keene recently for waking him up when they were raiding the Keene Activity Center. And now he's going to – he may be ordered to pay the city's uh, legal counsel costs.
6: Uh. Wow.
0: So if you lose the the lawsuit – Uh, And in this case, he didn't lose. It was just dismissed. So, it never even made it to to trial. So, they just dismissed the case after, you know, whatever hearing they'd had. But at that point, the city had already hired an attorney to come in and work on the case. So, now, it hasn't happened yet, but the the attorney from the city has put in a motion for court costs or for uh, attorney's fees, meaning that if that motion is granted and that, again the motion hasn't yet been granted but if the motion is granted and it's pretty typical that, it, that these things are uh, that then whatever the attorney's fee the bill is that the city of Keene receives from the attorney they will send that over to Daryl and he will have to pay however many thousands of dollars that will be and if he doesn't pay it then he could be sent to, to jail forever for contempt of court
6: I wonder how much uh, padding of the uh, yeah, exactly. finances can be done there
0: I, oh I spent 40 huh. hours on right. this 40 crazy. hours at $250 an hour yeah when they just mm-hmm. dismiss it for you
3: I knew that using the state's laws against the state, it's too good to be true. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's $10,000 right there if it was 40 hours, right? 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Did I get that number right? Anyway, more coming up here. (laughs) You can take control. Hour three's next. 855-450-3733. Teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. You're in the third hour. That's where we're at right now. You can take control at 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. And join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features that we have waiting for you. Uh, We give them away. Once again, freetalklive.com. You get to control the content there if you would like. You can submit different items to the website they can then be voted on by other listeners and the more votes that an item receives the more likely it is to make it to the front page and the top of the site and it can be anything It could be a youtube video it could be an article blog post something online that you think is interesting you think our listeners and the host of the show would enjoy submit it over at freetalklive.com let's go to your phone calls here and then coming up a demo uh, is here with us from dot he's going to tell us about the cannibal cop that's kind of freaky though Jeanette is on the line first in San Diego. Jeanette, you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Good evening, Ian. I'm glad you made it out okay.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You're talking about my arrest from yesterday, which folks can go and see at freekeen.com. The video is uh, is there. Scroll down the page just a little bit. Go ahead with your thoughts.
11: Yes. Uh, I just wanted to call in about... Uh, I got called in for jury duty this week. Okay. And it was quite an interesting experience, to say the least.
0: <laughs> was it your first time in a jury duty?
11: Uh, well, I had been summoned before, but never actually made it, you know, to a actual jury room for jury selection. Okay. But it was my first time in the jury room, yes.
0: So does that mean that you were selected or that you uh, were not selected?
11: No, I, I wasn't selected. I got dismissed.
0: Ah, bummer. Uh,
11: yeah. <laughs> I was quite—I was very disappointed, especially given the parameters of the case.
0: Okay, so but, tell me uh, more about your
11: experience. Well, I was just— Fascinated by some of the answers my fellow potential jurors were giving, uh, especially in terms of jury nullification. Uh, The judge, it was a murder case, or it is going to be, we were on the panel for three young men being charged for the murder of another young man. Uh, And I guess only one of the young men pulled the trigger, but they are all being charged with murder Mm. by, by reason of, you know, guilty by association or being present for the crime, et cetera. So yesterday, uh, yesterday was day three, and that's when I was dismissed. Uh, The judge, before we even got started for the day, the judge outlined why exactly, I guess, all three are being charged with murder, and then the question was posed to everyone in general, uh, will you be able to convict these, basically, will you be able to convict all three of murder? Because according to the law, all three would, if the prosecution proves their case, of course, all three are guilty of murder.
3: So either all three are innocent or all three are guilty?
11: Well, each, everyone, we were going to vote, each one would be charged. You you could vote guilty or not Mm -hmm. guilty if it came to it. But all three were being charged with murder, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that only uh, one of them had pulled the trigger. But under the eyes of the law, according to the judge, which she repeated several times, that even though only one of them actually pulled the trigger and, and killed the lawyer, you know, we don't know yet, haven't been done guilty, but uh, even though only one of them did it, all of them were going to be, if the, if the prosecution proved by beyond a reasonable doubt that all three were responsible, then all three were going to get basically the same sentence, which would
6: be life in prison. And what'd you think of that question? Like what went through your mind after hearing the judge ask you that?
11: I just, but I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, why? And they and us, some of the jurors gave, well, what about if the, the other two young men that were with him at the time, what if they didn't know he had a gun? You know, what if he what if they weren't aware that this is where things were going to go? Should they still be responsible, you know, be found guilty of murder? And she again just went back to her paper and said, well, as I said, let me repeat again. Under the eyes of the law, this is the way it
7: is.
3: It seems like sick. It seems, it seems like these are the kind of things that should be fleshed out, like in the courtroom. Like they shouldn't have to screen people well, in this way. But
0: this is what they want. I mean, they want convictions. Yeah. They want people exactly. who are obedient. They want these serfs that are going to come in there and do whatever it is they're told to do and be uh, basically cheerleaders for the state. Uh, you know, they want the most obedient jurors possible. Right. And these are the questions they'll, some of the questions they'll ask people in advance to weed out people like us who actually have an independent, you know, thought.
6: Yeah. Exactly, because most people with logic would say, well, it's impossible for three people unless they all had their own gun handing over or did like turns with the baseball bat or whatever, you know, to, to be responsible yeah. for this person's killing. So like you said, Ian, it's an exact of like jury stacking is what I
0: call it. They, they stack want a zombies. Very- they, they want status zombies on these juries. Yeah.
6: That that worried me about my jury trial because while I asked for 15, 20 minutes to review the juror list, the prosecution seemed just fine with it. Like, he knew whose names were going to be picked for my jury, you know? Like, why didn't he have to sit there and review names, you know? So the state here in in San Diego, I believe, is where this call is coming from. um, Yes you know, the defense has its plan of attack and it wants to stack its jury to be favorable to its plan of attack. Like how often does this happen? Excuse me. Yes. The the prosecution, the state.
0: Yeah. And the judge is on their side. So they ask questions like this to, uh, to eliminate you and uh, you answered and they eliminated you, right?
11: Well, I just decided to keep quiet, you know, in hopes that they don't know what i'm really thinking either way but oh they didn't ask that, this
0: in any way that you had to respond or they just sort no, of asked they, it?
11: They, they ask it to everyone in general because we started off at the first day with 90 potential jurors mm-hmm. uh by the, the end of the day we were down to 88 uh by the next by day three we were down to 75 and then by the time they actually started putting us you know when they set people up for the a potential jury uh we were down to about 75 or Seventy, sixty-five, 65, and as soon as I got up and sat down, the prosecution dismissed me, I guess. Mm. Since I was and it quiet, could have
0: been something you, know you wrote was... on your questionnaire as well. I mean, were, were there any yes. questions well, on the questionnaire that were uh, standouts to you?
11: Well, we all got up individually and answered the questions out loud to everyone. So okay,
0: just, so you did have to answer those questions.
11: Yeah, I did. And so I when, did...
0: when they asked you, uh, you know, would you be willing to convict these other two guys, even mm-hmm. though they didn't pull the trigger... You said no, right? Well,
11: that that wasn't in the line of in the original line of questioning. The way it was is that after everyone went, then each each defense attorney and the prosecution got to do a new line of questioning, and that's how those questions started to come up.
0: I see. Yeah.
11: yeah. And, I mean, what was fascinating was that the judge repeatedly said, uh, asking of the jurors, is that even if you believe that this law is wrong, would you still vote guilty? Yep. Wow. And Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they do this all yeah. over the place, Allie.
6: And that should have been the point it's... where all the jurors left.
3: Well, it just exposes <laughs> that they've got their system figured out. Oh, and well, they, yeah, they do. They know that there's a possibility that people will be voting with their conscience. And they're like, no, we you don't want do that. We do not you want must, that.
0: You must be unthinking robots. And uh, thank you, Jeanette, for your call tonight. I appreciate yeah. your story. 855 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Yeah, they just want the jury's members to be extensions of the state. They just want you to be part of their machine. And that's that's your one chance, really. I mean, besides the vote, which isn't much of anything, but on a jury, your vote actually counts for a lot because it's one of 6 or one of 12 depending on, you know, what state you're in. And that can be enough to hang the the jury uh, as it did in ed fortune 's case down in New Jersey the first time, second time around, they tried him again, and he got found not guilty so uh, but he was able to you know he had activists out there that were pushing jury nullification that were out in the parking lot when the jurors were coming in, as we 've had happen up here a number of times uh, in New Hampshire. He used it as a defense in the courtroom, too, right? I was just reading up on it. They didn't let him actually use jury nullification as a defense in the courtroom, but what he did do was introduce a part of the New Jersey Constitution that actually pretty much spells out jury nullification. It doesn't use those words, but it, it spells out essentially what it is that a jury can judge the law and the facts.
6: And he wore uh, like a provocative t-shirt too that said something like, like no crime for He did wear a few sh- few different shirts, yeah.
0: yeah. But he actually had the a printout. He had a poster board printout of that section of the New Jersey Constitution that he was allowed to bring in cuz you know, apparently they didn't bar the constitution from this trial. So he was able to introduce that section of the constitution and actually put it up on like a whiteboard or something like that, and he said that that that, that, that whiteboard stayed up there through an entire day of the trial. Like they didn't bother to take, to it, take down. it down. He came back the next day. It was still there in the courtroom. Wow. Oh, no. So the jury was literally sitting there reading this uh, statement from the Constitution, which was essentially during nullification. And then you had the activists uh, like Jim Babb and those other folks on top of that out in the parking lot handing out fiji information.
6: Yeah, for anybody who takes the court seriously, when you can't even vote your conscience do do what you think is right isn't the jury instructions like the system's flawed right you
0: know? and we're we're seeing that part of the system at least get fixed to some extent here in new hampshire with the jury nullification legislation that passed uh earlier last year it's free talk live More coming up Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up anything you want. 855 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. We've got the mobile site for those of you with a smartphone. You can go to M as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Get access to the live streams. They're right there. M.freetalklive.com. Broadband, midband, narrowband, different bit rates are available to you based on, you know, what internet connection speed you have. Maybe you're in a, a cell where you don't have a really good connection. Use the lower bandwidth stream. Uh, so go to M, as in mobile, And are you tired of general preparedness and survival advice with no reason or context behind it? Do you think that the single scenario focus of survivalists on television shows is silly? With all the fear hyping, do you sometimes wonder about the reality of historical and potential disaster situations? This book, that is Strategic Survival, will help you understand what might happen, how it might affect you and those you care about, and what you can do about it. With the knowledge in Strategic Survival and other material that it references, and by taking some simple action to prepare, you can turn fear and worry into confidence and peace. Covers budget and schedule-friendly solutions, ranging from equipment and improvisation ideas that you can carry with you to more permanent infrastructure. You can go to strategicsurvival.com to learn more. Uh, that's once again strategicsurvival.com. Uh, so we're going to talk about a cannibal cop here in a moment. But I want to make sure that uh, we find out what is going on with Allie. Because for the last two weeks of Demo, it's uh, it's been good being here with you. I mean, like yeah, old me times. Uh, but uh, Allie's been great on Friday nights. And I think uh, we've had a good uh, good run, Allie, you I agree. and I. And uh, I am not firing you or removing you from the show. You're leaving on your own volition right. because... Some handsome man in D.C. has Uh, (laughs) tantalized you down with a fancy TV show. Yeah,
3: exactly. That's what happened. (laughs) No, um, Adam versus the man, uh, which many viewers may be aware of. Actually, the podcast plays on LRN. Uh, I'm going to go down to Virginia to be part of Adam versus the man podcast. I'm going to be the co-host.
0: So that's a done deal. Like it's confirmed. You're in.
3: Yeah, I am in. So you passed the test. That's right. Ah, yay, applause. I mean, that's good. I
0: think that's good.
3: We did a couple of uh, debates, uh, like watching parties, and then we've done two podcasts, you know, just regular style, and we're still figuring out how how we're going to make it better. But yeah, so far it's going really well.
0: So, uh, Adam versus the Man is a uh, t- it's a TV show that has been on Russia Today in the past. Mm-hmm. He took uh, they took him off the air for whatever reason, and he uh, went ahead and kept the ball rolling, kept doing his show, mm-hmm. uh, did it online on his YouTube channel, and he's been a really prolific content producer. I mean, the dude cranks out videos. Multiple videos every single day, so he's gotten a lot of attention as a result of some of the stuff that he's done. He's got way more, you know, subscribers, for instance, in the Free Keen channel. So it seems like it's a move up for you, but it also sounded like it was going to be temporary. You're not planning on staying yeah. there forever.
3: Yeah, it's a temporary, and it's really exciting because he does have a lot of subscribers on his YouTube channel. It's like over thirty thousand, I think. And uh, what's really unique about The podcast is that it's all videotaped. So, uh, you know, like you've got the live cam feed. Mm -hmm. This is like, you know, separate individual cameras, which are recording, which get uh, chopped up into individual segments after the podcast. So people can actually watch us have a conversation um, and so, you know, you can just listen to the podcast and download it as So it's well, available
0: but, in MP3 form, but also you can go to like their YouTube, Ustream channel yep. or YouTube and, and watch it in video format.
3: Exactly. You Which were, is cool.
6: You were down there over the last week or so, right? Yep. And so, how was it, the Virginia D.C. area? To like, have you ever been like in there for a length of a <laughs> uh, time?
3: I went to D.C. once on a field trip in fifth grade. <laughs> so the
6: usual like memorials yeah. and whistles.
3: Uh, yeah, it's actually not in D.C. It's just kind of close by. Um, it's like forty minutes away or something. Mm-hmm. So, but so how, how's not... the
6: comparison to like New Hampshire? Like I say, he's got something really awesome going down there, and New Hampshire's got something really going awesome up here. Tie them all together, you know. I know like it would
3: be Adam great Mercy to try Man to
0: from the shire.
3: He's even suggested that if, you know, he gets up to a certain number of subscribers that he would move to New Hampshire, move his yeah, whole Yeah, but operation. didn't he
0: double the number? Like you had told Sometimes- me <laughs> she was negotiating with him i guess on the phone before going down there and he told her that he'd moved to New Hampshire for 100,000 subscribers and then i heard him he say, say on the most higher recent now? yeah well you were on the air with him on his show i was listening on lrn.fm last night uh, before bed and cuz we run it in the podcast loop so uh-huh. it's always on in the overnights and also in the middle of the day as well whenever the podcast loop runs you'll probably hear Adam versus the man cuz he does a show every day so we can put it in frequently uh, but he said 200,000. So it's already going up. <laughs> he's, I mean, that's so
3: like Adam. I,
6: <laughs> it'll happen. That's He's worried about it happening. Well,
0: that's just it, yeah. right? Because right. now he's got a pretty girl on staff, and uh, it's going to definitely attract some new subscribers. Uh, of course, you're also very intelligent, Allie, so I'm sure that uh, you'll, Thanks, you'll match Ian. his wit, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I've but, already...
3: Overmatched it. I bet. Overmatched and-
6: <laughs> it. She's like, you and got the muscles at him.
0: So yeah. So now it's gone from a hundred thousand subscribers up to two hundred thousand because he doesn't want to move. You guys were actually talking with Michael Bolden from he doesn't LA. like the cold, right? Oh no. In Virginia, it's it, you yeah. Get I snow, mean, it gets cold in Virginia.
3: If it's funny because we, they were talking about how uh, you know the Free State Project is uh, is bad because of the you know weather here, and it was it was kind of weird to. I'm used to hear it talking about this on this show, and yeah. we make fun of people who say these things, and I'm on Adam versus the man. because right, you're
0: from the South.
3: I'm like, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's cold. I think that people should just go over. If if someone's going to be miserable because of the weather here, then they shouldn't. No. That's, no. Not, that's not good, you know.
0: I agree, but it's the it's the lamest of the lame excuses. I mean, it's one thing to say, like, if your excuse was, I have a medical condition, I can't be in the cold. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. I get that. Right. That makes sense. Raining. But if it's just like I don't like the cold, right. well, I like the community here way more. I don't like the cold either. I mean, I'm skinny. I get cold fast, and uh, you know, if it's seventy, if it's sixty-eight degrees in my house, my feet are cold. I'm wearing wool socks in my house. Uh, so, like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. definitely a Florida-born person. Right.
6: I like to tell people too. If like if if freedom is so important for to you, would you put a Jacket on right. for freedom. <laughs> like, how about a sweater? Yeah. Would you, you
0: know? be willing to wear long johns for freedom? Well, right. uh, so. well, you know
3: what they said they they would move if I think Adam and Michael Bolden both said that they would move. If New Hampshire seceded, so you right. guys need to get on that.
0: You know, that's just the other thing. I is, expect
3: results when I'm back. Stop right.
0: telling us what to do. Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing is there's there are there's a group of people out there, and I got a, I have a lot of respect for both Adam and Michael Bolden. I've I've met them both personally at you know Free State Project events. They're both good at coming up here for the conventions and things like that, and uh, where inevitably people are asking them, "Hey, when are you going to move?" And they uh, you know they'll they'll say something like, "Oh, it's too cold," uh, but the you know so i've got a lot of respect for those guys but the idea that oh you'll move after we do all the work that's cool i'm sure there are a bunch of people that are going to move after marijuana is decriminalized or after uh you know new hampshire secedes or after fill in the blank of whatever it is that's important to them you know it would have been nice had you come here to actually help us accomplish those things but you know i get it People are going to move afterwards. Just and say it's not the time, or it ain't for me. You know, Obviously, they real. just
3: don't believe in liberty in our lifetime.
0: I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. I just for whatever whatever it is. And you had asked a good question, and that was, well, what's it going to take? That mm-hmm. was the question that led to that answer. Is you know, is it that it's not attractive enough now, or that your areas aren't t- tyrannical enough? I mean, Michael Bolden mm-hmm. lives in L.A.
3: I know pretty bad
0: 855 450 free when i was in la my old roommate was uh, touring us around and he was telling us how free he felt there I'm like okay when 85 <laughs> 185- well you can walk down the street smoking and join in la without much of a problem can it is that free that talk live Hampshire. but that's about all they got it's free talk live this is free talk live you can bring us anything you want toll free numbers 855-453 that's the SACL cai toll free line you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com with you in studio tonight. It's Ian. A demo. And Allie. And Allie for the last time in the near future, at least, because you're leaving you're New Hampshire. Uh, one, of <laughs> the, uh, one of the pork faders, as, uh, as fader. people called them, pork fading. <laughs> <laughs>
6: what? It's like pork fader. It's like Darth Vader, only worse.
3: <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> no it's a term that uh that puke came up with puke from pukeinthegang.com uh, he came up with it years ago to describe people <laughs> you're not actually a pork fader the uh, definition of pork fader uh, is someone who comes here and then just quietly fades away and no one knows what happens to them
3: i'm like, going out with a bang
0: no i'm that's what i'm saying you're not really a pork fader. Um, party tonight pork banger though that's doesn't right. have the same pork
3: banger yeah. i want that title great
0: <laughs> um so you're you're going down to DC, the belly of the beast, one of the worst possible places to uh, to live.
6: Sacrifice, sacrificing yourself first for when the man goes
0: crazy. No, she's going down uh, to DC to be on the Adam versus the Man television program and radio show podcast thing, dual dual kind of yep. media. Uh, approach. You're already in the front door. Uh, you are on the show. In fact, you probably had to take a day off to come up here uh, today, right? You that's right. On otherwise,
3: that's right. And I'm also writing, uh, helping write for the newscast, and that's been fun. Uh, it's You're just... working
0: with Derek J too. We didn't mention that Derek yeah, J, who the... also formerly on this program, uh, is down there doing an interning kind of thing.
3: He is doing an an amazing job. Like he just so much. I'm I'm just flabbergasted by all the work he gets done on a daily basis. He is just so driven, that boy. I just can't even...
0: Was that a factor in going down there? Was that Derek was already there? Was that a pretty big? Factor? Oh yeah,
3: I mean that that made it, I don't mean, know that was just reassuring. Yeah. to know at least you know Derek's going to be there, and uh, that always makes everything better. So
0: and Derek's not staying there permanently either. He's no. going to be moving on to his uh, his exile tour, where he'll be touring around the country and visiting various different activism folks around uh, the the U.S. So your plan is to go down there, kind of uh, you know get your I don't know. Experience. I'm going down there to
3: TV? to you know learn something and hopefully hopefully educate some people. I don't know. Now
0: you told me in in an email when you had announced this that you were excited about what was going on down there. That's right. Are you excited about anything outside of the Adam versus the Man studios?
3: Uh, no. I mean, that's what I'm excited about. Okay. To see so there's not grow. like a
0: larger movement beyond this. Oh
3: no, it's not like the it's not like the Free State Project or anything. It's uh gotcha. you know some. Some media activists is what I yeah. would consider them uh, working to, you know, cooperating with one another to put out, you know, the best product they can.
0: Well, I, you know, while I'm sad to see you go, I really, you know, have appreciated you being on Free Talk Live. And obviously Ladies and Keen is going to miss you, too, I'm sure. Which was and I'll miss them. One of your creations here was ladiesandkeen.com, the radio show that's behind that. I believe that will continue in your absence. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think this will be a good thing because Adam, like you said, does have a lot of subscribers. And you being on the show is, you know, you've got a, a Keeniac, a two you know, right. two folks from Keen now working on his program, who can rep for the Free State Project and stand up for That's the right. idea of moving here. So
6: we've infiltrated the Adam versus the yeah, Man studios. Exactly.
0: Now all we have to do is get to the point where you you guys are so integral to the show you can threaten a mutiny and then <laughs> uh, use you know the market to pressure him to move up here. Yes, I, so I think drop that as is.
6: many Shire moving hits as possible, and then That's when you guys control idea. the studio for sure, just move the whole operation up here. Yeah. yeah. Like, so Adam, if listening. you
0: want to keep doing your show, you've got to follow us up to New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know he, what he, it'll he take. Might,
3: I, I don't know. I don't Last know. Last I heard, he was talking about what, moving I'm back down to the are... South. Yeah. I
0: heard he was talking about moving to New Mexico.
6: I heard there were some, uh, li- what do you call them, media activists in the Shire, too. There's a couple around here. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, there's lots there's <laughs> tons of media activism. That's, you know, what I've been trying to do or what I've been doing uh since since moving and this is just, you know, an untapped or untapped by me market that I want to get in on. Why not, right?
6: No, yeah, I was just Giving, teasing you a little bit. No,
0: I think it's great. You, you're going to expand your own uh, experience as far as you know doing different things. You know, It's easy to come in here and do radio. It's a lot harder to do television. I mean, demo. you've been doing uh, some work with uh, Shire TV, for instance. And you know, so there's a lot more effort into doing television. You know, you've got to have cameras yep. and you've got to prepare and the lighting. stories and uh, you
6: know, yeah. all kinds of
0: stuff. Yeah, right. it's
3: weird because it's like a, a, a mixing of Free Talk Live and Shire TV, um, mm-hmm. you know, two things that I do and it's like, it's, it's, it's cool to see like those
6: them evolve the skills and yeah, come
3: together. Like I'm familiar with both, but mixing them together. What is this? This is yeah. weird. But so
0: folks will awesome. be able to keep up with you, of course, through Ali That's right. And, and just, then Adam versus the man.com.
3: Yep. Or, I mean, I think it's easier just to subscribe to Adam versus the man YouTube channel.
0: That's true. I was enjoying it when Derek was in charge of the show, because Adam, I guess, was sick or something Derek like that. Derek vs. the man yeah, was, it was great. Yeah, it was pretty good, so <laughs> that was entertaining. All right, so 855 free the SACL-CAI toll-free line, Cannibal Cop. It sounds like a heavy metal band, but it's actually a real story, uh, a demo. You were going to share this with us. I guess, did this appear on CopLock.org? It
6: did uh, appear on CopLock yesterday, but the uh, breaking story credit goes to the raw story here It seems Gilbert or Gilberto Valley uh, wants to eat up not only taxpayer dollars, but women as well Uh, in a complaint. In a bad way. In a a very bad way. (laughs) Actually, uh, cannibalism wants to Ah. eat them. He actually has a quote coming up here. But according to a complaint filed against the officer, uh, it says in emails and text messages that he reveals his plans to kidnap, rape, torture, kill, and then cook slowly these uh women that are here after Mm. he abducts them and eat their body parts
3: oh my god yes
6: wow and uh, supposedly there are other co-conspirators uh possibly officers or other public officials that he confided in that then went to the fbi uh, and exchanged these and he said uh, one of the co-conspirators told the officers that he wanted to cook women over a low heat keeping them alive as long as possible Uh, in that he had a stove that was big enough to fit one of the girls if he folded their legs. So this wasn't just like, I have an idea. Uh, He has taken some steps to plan this out, including researching methods of disabling and drugging the women, and agreeing with at least one other individual to kidnap a woman in exchange for a sum of money, so he figured like I can't do this on my own.
3: This makes me want to throw up. So I
6: know. he
0: wanted he wanted to hire somebody to kidnap a woman for him and deliver exactly. her to so his. Exactly. he was looking oven. at
6: ways. Yep. To drug them or you know trick them or to actually have somebody else kidnap wow. them and then bring to them demo. to. Thanks, Demo.
3: It's going to be so easy to pull over next time. Uh, I got the red, flashing lights are in your red blue rear view. lights flashing. Yeah. Uh,
6: this officer seemed to work for the twenty sixth twenty sixth precinct in Manhattan. Uh, And lived in Queens, though there are no indications that he actually harmed anybody. The superiors call it a bizarre case. No kidding. uh, And that they immediately suspended the officer upon his arrest and uh, now are reviewing some other documents to see if there's anyone else
0: involved. So. So they arrested him. Do we know what the charge was? Did you already mention that? I, I don't, I it apologize. does not
6: say the charge, it's just that it was a plot. They don't actually say, I think the investigation... Conspiracy to he commit might, murder or something like that. He might be being held just now due to an investigation, you know, mm-hmm. he has like 72 hours or something. But um, it seems that the FBI was the one contacted, yet the NYPD Internal Affairs bureaus did play a role, so... Wow. Bad cop with uh, some bad ideas. He wants to uh, eat people and use his badge to uh, find those favors. It does say in the story, too, that he had over 100 names, addresses, and files of women uh, that were located under his computer or on his computer desk. So he was uh, searching. He was doing some homework.
3: I mean, what would really keep a psychopath from becoming a cop?
6: If you nothing, you, nothing, yeah. They, I mean,
3: they don't. I don't think they screen. It doesn't sound like they screen screen for psychopaths. So they
6: say in here that
0: they they part to, of the job description. In some cases,
6: they said the re, part of the review underway is to determine whether there was anything in his background that should have alerted them. They say this all the time, like there is like, whoa, like, how'd that happen? Yeah, like crazy, just like shows itself at, at a, you know maybe this guy was fine twenty years ago when he became a cop. Or no, it was twenty six precinct. I don't know how long he was a cop. It says here, but. You know, and who knows if the tests are even accurate to you know be effective? So I don't know.
0: Was saying to the security agent in the down uh, downtown courthouse the other day was, "How do you know? You don't screen the employees of the you know the court. You don't screen the city employees for weapons. How do you know they're not going to go crazy someday and start blasting?" He's like, "Oh well, we'd we'd figure it out in advance. We'd notice. We
6: screened them when we hired them twenty years ago. Yeah,
0: that. But he also believed that they'd show some sort of telltale sign and they'd key into it. More coming up. Free talk live." Full-free number for you, 855-453. You can bring up anything that you'd like, one 450 3733 Join us online at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features you'll find there. Once again, freetalklive.com. And with you in studio, it's Ian. Ademo. And Allie. And want to tell you about the Bitcoin. And by the way, Bitcoin prices have dropped a little bit in the last couple of days. I last time I made a purchase was about a week or so ago and I paid like $11 and 70 something cents for them and I noticed that today the price has gone down to about 10 bucks. So they've come down a little bit, so it might be a good time to buy. obviously, you can't predict what's going to happen tomorrow or even in the next uh you know hour because with bitcoins, the price changes constantly it's there's no closing time for bitcoin it doesn't just stop the price doesn't just stop changing at four o'clock in the afternoon when the market closes. the market's always open for bitcoin it's an international digital distributed currency when I say distributed i mean it is not in one location there is not a central housing you know a bank there's not some kind of vault somewhere holding these things they are spread across millions of users across the entire world that are connected via the bitcoin client software on their computers and so there's a huge network that means it's impossible for the government to shut this down that means that it's impossible for them to raid there's no physical office there's no bitcoin company bitcoin's just an open source project And it's a real market-based currency that has real value and, in fact, is the most valuable currency in the world as we speak. So you might want to learn a little bit more about it. You can do that by going to weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. And when you're ready to get some bitcoins, you can go to bitinstant.com. Like I said, I actually thought about heading down to the bank today. But, of course, I always think about it after banking hours. But that's okay. is. We'll let you do it at the local CVS or the local Walmart or wherever it is. There's a MoneyGram phone. These are, I mean, we're talking about thousands upon thousands. There's over a million locations around the world in 30 different countries that'll allow you to connect with BitInstant.com and turn cash into bitcoins. And then you can do whatever you want with your Bitcoins. You can hold on to them and see if they go up in value. You can buy some stateless suites. You can go on the Silk Road. You can do all kinds of interesting things with the Bitcoin. So, again, go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it. And if you want, you can get a free Bitcoin wallet because there's the online, uh, there's the uh, Bitcoin software you can run on your computer, but that's not the only way to have Bitcoins. You can also have them right on your phone with the online Bitcoin wallet from blockchain.info. They've got apps for both Android and jailbroken iPhones, and thanks to their fancy encryption techniques, blockchain.info never has access to your money, and they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. With the blockchain wallet, you can even send Bitcoins via email to your Facebook friends, or to anyone's cell phone number in just about every country around the world. Best part? It's all free. So go to blockchain.info. As we go to you and your thoughts, Patrick is on the line listening to XM's America's Talk. Patrick, you are in Columbus. Go ahead.
7: Yes, hello, guys.
10: Uh enjoy listening to you Welcome, out here while I'm driving my truck.
0: Thank you. Go ahead with your thoughts.
10: Well, I was sitting here listening to you here. I just turned this on. I didn't hear everything, but I heard the last little bit that, you know, yeah, he's put a lot of money into this house, and, but evidently he's got a chance at some type of loan where he has to live there for a set amount of time.
0: You're talking about the pizza guy from Fargo back in yes, the uh, the first the, hour of the, the program.
10: The, the, the pizza guy there. And in all essence, if he takes that, that condition where he has day. to live in the house for a set period of time, morally and ethically he has to stay there. He, you can't just rent it out and say you're living there. How are you going to tell your children later to do something that's right if you're not doing something that's right anyway?
0: I don't think it's immoral to scam scam artists. <laughs> do you?
10: I can understand. No, it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying at first you shouldn't get caught in a scam. If somebody has any good common sense, there's no reason to get caught in there, into a scam. Um, but there are, there are bodies of money out there that lend money to people on a condition you have to stay in something.
6: For a specific amount of time remember the old homestead act you had to stay on that property for a set period of time well it's a government and... is- initiated grant or or uh uh project right you know?
0: the government was offering twenty-four thousand dollars to this guy he has a nightmare of a home that he got screwed on in a in a you know home deal and this uh, twenty-four thousand dollars is sort of hanging out there like a carrot you're saying that it would be immoral to take that money and not live in the home
10: Well, yes, for the simple fact that even if he got screwed on the deal by the person who sold it, the person that's lending him the money to help him fix this house up is not the
0: same person. But it's not a person who's lending him the money. It's the government. It's the federal government. And the government's a group of criminals. So what's the problem with scamming a group of criminals?
10: Are they all criminals?
0: Yes. Yes, because they operate by the threat of force. Well...
10: I, I can't agree with that. They guy. took
0: some of the money for
6: the grants from taxpayers, or all the money from taxpayers to pay for it, whether they wanted to give that sum of money up to such program or not. Right.
0: Like I don't agree with I don't agree with using fraud when it comes to dealing with honest people who aren't threatening you. But if if a criminal comes up to you and says, "Give me all your money." And you only hand him, you know, what's in your wallet, but you don't give him what's in your belt loop or what's in your shoe or, you know, wherever it is you might have some extra money stashed. Is that wrong?
10: Well, no, that's not wrong. But in the same respect, he had the the choice whether or not to buy this house. Or they have it inspected properly. A proper inspection would have found all these problems. He said
0: that uh, the inspector, you know, was a pro and he didn't find it. It was the wintertime. It was all up in uh, in a crawl space that had been sealed off, apparently. This was, again, for our listeners that are just tuning in, the guy bought a house during the wintertime in Fargo, so it's pretty cold out there. And Um, there was a... Crawl space that had been sealed off, where sixty-seven cats were living for quite a time, and had taken quite a number of dumps up there, and really made uh, for a nasty smell when the house thawed out in the springtime.
6: Maybe the inspection well, too. It then should be. In, it should be said that the inspection too could be more thorough. That inspector was not a pro.
10: That inspector was not a pro if he did not catch that. They well, go to school for these kind of things. They know what they're looking at. And if people he,
0: make mistakes, man. Well, that too, but another and, thing is... that
10: inspector would be liable for the
6: problem. Really? Apparently not. The yes. inspections and the whole process of buying a home is heavily government-regulated on forms and, and disclosures and check here. I mean, If you ever bought a house, it's initial, initial sign, initial sign. And so maybe without the government being involved in such purchases, the... Uh, you know uh s- checking out the home beforehand would be a much more honest process instead it's like oh we're we're making the government happy so you don't come back I and mean, we're having all the right forms passed in but really it's not uh, a concern for the buyer
0: so let me get back well, real they're... quick to Patrick you you know what you're saying before about how it's not a good idea you don't think it's right to scam a group of criminals if they call themselves the government I just, I can't
10: call all of them criminals
0: so so the government takes its money by force. That's what taxes are. They threaten people with violence. They threaten people with stealing their home, for instance, or putting them in a cage if they don't pay. And then that money is distributed to various different government bureaucrats. So the, the other bureaucrats who are receiving that stolen money may not necessarily be directly involved in the stealing of it, but they are actually part of that whole apparatus. Yeah, they are benefactors to it.
10: Then I must be the only one out here that doesn't believe that they're all criminals.
3: I, I wouldn't necessarily say that someone's a criminal just by virtue of working for the government.
10: Uh, and the thing is, when you get back to that inspector, he does, the inspector works for you. The inspector doesn't work for the government. That is, you hire a private duty inspector. Right. He, works for, he works for you. Apparently, he's not liable yeah, for he, the
0: mistakes he makes, though.
10: Well, obviously, the guy didn't have a good enough lawyer.
3: But the idea of ripping off the government, I mean, who are you actually ripping off? If well, okay. when you're talking about okay. the government, because uh, yeah, the government says that we are the government, uh, or is it the bureaucrats within the government, or is it no, the, we are the
10: government? We the people are the
3: government. That's nonsense. That.
0: I am not the government, and I don't want anything to do with the government. No, the government aggresses against peaceful people, and I am not someone who does that. I do business peacefully. I do business on a consensual basis, as most of us do.
10: Well. This guy that's sitting with the house say there's many you can see there's many mistakes made in what in this deal that he had. I still feel that it's wrong if he takes a grant or a loan that requires him to to meet certain criteria and he doesn't follow those criteria. Because when he doesn't follow them, then how can he honestly say that he's an honest man?
0: Thanks for the call tonight, Patrick. I appreciate your thoughts. Thank you. Yep, 855 450 free. I get it. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to be involved in, in something like that necessarily, but I don't think it's particularly wrong to scam uh, a thug out of the money that he's stolen for, from somebody else. So,
3: in that sense, it's Two it wrongs okay? don't make a right, but. Is it okay if you get called for jury duty to lie? Uh, I think
0: it is. Yeah. See yep. that? I mean, if, if I can lie to get on a jury and I can set somebody free who's never harmed anyone else, that's worth it. It might not be okay, or I
6: might know it's wrong, but I would do it. Like, lying's wrong. The principle of lying is wrong. Yeah, you but know?
3: Who, who are you lying to? Anyway. I don't myself. But, then, but yeah. I'm
6: saying it's to me. It's it's subjective on the response or the emotions it feels to me.
0: Right. But if, uh, you know, the same thing situation with the guy holding you up at knife point, give me all your money, and says, was that all of it? And you say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lie, too, right. but it's not wrong to tell that lie. It's it right to, to tell lie. that lie. Sure. <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> Alright, well, morals sure are a fun conversation, but we don't have any more time for it. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com, copblock.org for a demo, alleyhavens.com for more Alley. See you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Derek J. I don't want a politician to represent me. To me. Government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death. Despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Available now free in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimesPree.com.